0: Today is Friday, the 17th of November, 2017. This is The Gap, episode 396. I'm Luke Laurie, and the birthday boy is here. Job, you Hey, right. How are you going, Job? Hey! I'm pretty good. What'd you get? what I get for my birthday?
1: Yeah. A vacuum sealer. That you can talk about, it at least. Uh, a vacuum sealer, um, which, you know, so I can seal food, uh, which uh, okay. doesn't sound very exciting, but- I thought uh, it
0: was like a, like a sealer you put on your vacuum.
1: Um... And then what? To stop come get come from getting everywhere because <laughs> when you're fucking you vacuum, that makes sense, Luke. That that does make sense, but no. We're
0: all doing great start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've been someone someone recommended the show on Twitter, and this I is saw. the first thing they hear.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's not good. Um, no, it's it's for because I'm you know I do a lot of uh, sous vide cooking, you know, in my with my uh, precision sous vide wand. Um and the vacuum I, usually what I do is I just like sort of, sort of bodgy all the air out because you want to get all the air out before you cook it. Um, of the get all the air out of the bag. You put basically you put a steak in a bag, get all the air out, and then you leave it in this water for uh, an hour or two and it's water that's like uh, at a precision temperature like 55 degrees. Yeah. And uh, and when you take it out it is like perfect rare all the way through. It's the perfect way to cook steak. It's the cheat way to make a perfect steak literally every single time. And it's amazing. And yeah, so I've just been bodging it, but uh, yeah, my wife got me this vacuum sealer so now I I use that for the for that. She was a trick. It was a trick. She's like, "Um Oh, we should have a birthday dinner. Um, but we went out to Justice League on Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, so we, we'll have it on Friday. Why don't you cook it? Why don't you cook a steak? And I'm like, I'm not cooking my own fucking birthday dinner. What the fuck is this shit? She's like, no, you should cook a steak. You should like cook a really nice steak. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. If you hadn't pitched it to me as my birthday dinner, I would be happy to cook a steak because I like cooking, Smart. right? But now I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, yeah, why don't I just buy my own birthday presents then? That's fine. I'm okay
0: with this. Why don't we finish this podcast and everyone come around yours? What to eat steak? Yeah, mate,
1: you're not eating No. I'm eating all this steak myself. Okay, don't worry about that. Uh, she's that's that's the trick. That's what she she thinks she swerved me. I am going to swerve her, and she gets to eat fucking beans and mashed potato. Okay, and I'm going to eat all the steak myself. Double yeah. steak, double steak. Yeah, um, but yeah. So yeah, then she you know she gave me my birthday present, and she's like, see. You'll be able to use your new present. I'm like, yeah, cool. That makes sense. That's fair. Fair enough. Um, And then, so there was also a, um, she got me a keep cup, a Darth Vader keep cup. Uh, What is that? So, you know, you go to a coffee shop and you get a takeaway and it comes in a disposable cup. Oh, yeah. Well, you keep this cup. You give them the cup and they put it in there and you keep it. It's better for the environment or whatever.
0: And when there's a cute girl behind there serving coffee, you've got no chance uh with this yeah She's okay like, look at this fucking
1: nut look at this dork <laughs> look at this darth dork and his fucking darth vader fucking cup what a chump um the like i don't I, I only like buy coffee from a coffee shop once a month <laughs> i make all my own coffee i don't know, I don't know. uh but i do well, if you put I do your own it. coffee in it then no, I do. That's basically Just walk what I do. around with it and shit. And it, well, it stays like warm for like way like way longer as well because there's no like there's a lid on it and all this kind of shit.
0: Yeah, you can like walk along your street and as you pass someone, you can like point at it and be like, "This is really good coffee." Good and coffee. they're Like, oh, where do I get that from? from? I made it myself. And they're like, "Look yeah. oh, at this fucking idiot! <laughs> look at this guy! What is he doing? What is he doing? Look, look at this fucking nerd! With this fucking Darth
1: Vader cup!" I'm like, no, I didn't. Why did I point this out to a cute girl? Fuck. Um, <laughs> and the uh, other thing she got was a, a nano presso, which is a, uh, it's a coffee machine that is about the size of I was going to go with dildo, hmm. like a short dildo, a chode dildo. Yeah so it's a coffee machine that like you it's a hand pump thing that you pump out actual espresso coffee um but it's compacted into this tiny tiny space which is fucking amazing and i took it with me to blizzcon and i had great coffee the entire time i was there it's spectacular uh, but yeah that's what i got it's good she like she gave me all my presents over so the course of like two months so uh i actually forgot Two of them and only remember the back seal. the started Anyway, good times. uh 34. Yeah. I've been telling people I'm 34 for the last year. So, yeah. It's not really a big change for me.
0: Well, I thought I was 33. Yep. Turns out I'm not. um You are now, so, aren't you? Yeah, I am now, apparently. Yeah. I always thought I was 33. Well, there you go. It's one of those things, right? You get to a point where it just doesn't fucking matter anymore. Exactly. Yeah. And not
1: in a, like, a liar, uh, Aaliyah, sorry, um, R. Kelly, age is just number type deal. Like, that. not that gross shit. I'm talking, like, you just straight up forget, unless you do the maths, <laughs> unless you're specifically trying to work it out. You're like, oh, it is um, 2017, and it was just my birthday, and I was born in 83, so that must mean... Oh, okay. I'm- 55. Uh, yeah. I'm... Uh, <laughs> 56-ish. Um, yeah. I was, I, was I was going to make up a word, but... Yeah. I never got my sickness you, card. You smashed me with 55. You You're too quick on the draw.
0: Anyway, uh, what's going on? Not much, man. I've Not much? I've been, uh, been doing this like painting. Fucking painting. Painting? What are you painting? Boy, an outdoor set a couple of weeks ago. Um, like tables and chairs and shit. And, yeah. And uh, I've been painting it, so... Why? Well, because it's outside, you have to put um, like UV protection and weatherproof shit on it. Where the fuck did you buy this from? That it doesn't already have this shit. Wait, it's a fucking IKEA set. It's not oh. like some fancy. Did you buy like some set? fucking
1: dining room set and you're like, yeah, cool. I'll just we'll just stick it outside because we did that and it's actually worked out pretty
0: well. No, so get this. It's an outdoor set. And oh. it's like, oh, this shouldn't be kept outdoors at all times. <laughs> you shouldn't have it, like... And I'm like, what the
2: fuck? That doesn't
0: make any sense. That doesn't it's make any sense. It's supposed to be outside. It's an outside door set thing. Oh, my God. So, anyway, I went and bought some paint. Um, yeah, which you, you basically just pick a fucking color or a, a glossy type substance and an oil and put it on there and paint it so i've been slowly doing that i've done like two chairs at the moment and i'm up to my third uh, you've done two chairs
1: it's been a week motherfucker yeah but- I, look we haven't been able to podcast the entire time because you've been too busy too busy, painting. too busy too busy painting two chairs and you, you're just you're just huffing fucking paint. they're really good that's that what's thing. happening good job you're huffing a bunch Wait. of paint and like <laughs> passing out until fucking four in the afternoon and you wake up you're like Guess we better play some PUBG. and um, Obviously, I'm going to play PUBG, but, like, ah, this is ridiculous. No wonder the podcast. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry <laughs> the podcast is late. But Luke is clearly just fucking, clearly just huff and paint all day all now. Day,
0: yeah. All day. He can't stop himself. Because what's happened is I, um, I got some of the cardboard that the kind of package came in and sort of laid it down on the balcony. And I'm using that as, like, when paint fucking drops it just drops on the cardboard but uh there's not a lot of cardboard there so oh. I can only do really two at a time and now I'm at the stage where I've got two benches left and I can only do one bench at a time because there's not enough room um and also because of the rain it's been raining the last I don't know two or three times in the last week so I've sort of still got to have it on cover as well whilst some of our balconies not actually on cover um just so, put yeah. it inside in a hot box for the cats. Oh, yeah, that'll work. It'll smell
1: great yeah. in here. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then there's... It's better some- than spraying into a sock and then huffing.
0: Yeah, we can try that. <laughs> but you've got to do, like, three coats on these things. So that's what's what? taking so long.
1: Who said that? Who said you have to the do three tin. coats? The paint Of course, yeah. Well, of course the paint tins going to pitch that you have to do three fucking coats. He wants you to buy more paint. Yeah, but it's like when they like, had oh, to do that
0: once so far. Brush though. your just teeth once. three times
1: a day. You're like, fuck off, toothpaste, big toothpaste. I'm not listening to you about when I brush my
0: fucking teeth. You should also listen to the show three times a day. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's
1: it's best for your health.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, other than that, I've been playing uh, pretty much just Assassins and PUBG still working my way through assassins um you touched any more of that at all uh no no Uh, i went to i went to go play it and then i just
1: didn't um like i don't know man i'm up to this bit uh i'm at like uh, my dude's like level eight um and i feel i just feel like i'm not getting enough like xp i feel like i'm like grinding i don't know man Hmm.
0: Yeah, it's, um, there's a lot of shit to do. Yeah. (laughs) You get to the point where it's like, I'm at like 27, I think, level 27. Um, it takes about five or six, five missions at the moment to sort of get up a level. Um, but there's a lot of side shit on there. And one thing that I'm not a fan of is that, uh, at some stage the game decided to give me either a pre-order set or some something like it handed me a bunch of fucking weapons that are like super op um and that's all i've been using and i'm fucking shooting yeah. people now and that's kind of ruined the combat for me because <laughs> because <laughs> i j- it's gotten back to the stage where i'm like well i just run up to dudes and just smash the fucking trigger button four times and the person's dead and because they basically get stun locked, uh It doesn't matter. I've got so much health that they can hit me twice. I'm still good. So yeah, that kind of fucked it for me. That, that, uh, pre-order or whatever it is, day one armor slash weapon set that they give you, um, which are all like purples or, or yellows or something, Yeah, which have, um, like, uh, attributes attached to them that sort of give you, I think a poison effect. Um, so if someone tries to hit you and you block them, they get poisoned um, if you try and hit them with the sword, they get poisoned. So you can just hit them twice and just stand back and they just slowly tick damage down. Nice. Um, and it's a. I've been using that same weapon for uh, probably the last 12, 12 or 13 levels. And I haven't changed anything since then because it's just so fucking stupid, these, nice. these weapons. Yeah. Whereas before I was like. Oh, I've got a new fucking sword, I'm gonna use this and all this other shit. And I'm just like, no, this this is just shredding people. There's no I don't need to change anything. So yeah, that's kinda of fucked the combat for me a bit. Um maybe I should just go back to using just trash. But yep. anyway. Still feel like a badass in that game, like all the stealth stuff really fun. Um I still really dig all the side side content. Like just the depth of it, it's it's no longer like, hey, go kill four of these guys and that's kind of the mission that they've got a bit of an arc to them this time like you do one chunk of it and then it sends you off somewhere else and you've got another bit you've got to go do like there's usually a couple of components that sort of ties it all together um, yeah which i think is a really cool step in the right direction supposed to just hey follow this guy for 30 seconds and that's the mission um so yeah and the the environments are really cool i, I still I still think everything looks really pretty. Um, I'm not missing the, like, scaling, humongous buildings. I think that's a really interesting design decision they've done for that, considering that sort of that was a very, like, staple thing you'd think about when you looked at Assassin's Creed. Like, all the parkour climbing huge buildings and that sort of stuff. Like, there's still still sort of that in there, but it's not as dominant. It's not, like, a major uh, thing that's at the forefront of the game. Um. Anyway, I'm still really enjoying it. I'm fun. It's kind of the game that I, when I've got a spare hour or two, um, I'll just jump in and do like four or five missions, and then maybe assassinate one of the the masked villains that I need to go after, and and then I'll do that, and yeah, go back to other shit. PUBG.
1: Yeah, maybe that's how I have to approach it. Like, I keep. I I think my problem is I want it to be like a big session game, but maybe I just have to duck in and duck out.
0: Yeah. That's kind of how I started playing it. Yeah. Is that I, the first like three days I just sat down and yeah, I was just yeah, yeah, that's how it. I was
1: going with it. too. yeah. But and then yeah. I think it just sort of wore off, but maybe if I just like duck in, you know,
0: do a couple. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's where it, it was like that for me. I, I always sat down and did like eight hour sessions, six, seven hour sessions. And then, and then, um, got my character right up there and I was still enjoying it. Um, yeah. I still am. I'm just like, yeah, I can kind of do this in small chunks now. Um, and there's still so much. Oh, my God. There's so much more st- shit to see. Like, I don't think, yeah. even think I'm halfway through the map yet still. Yeah. Um, and I was trying to figure out how to sort of look at my progress on how much time I've spent into it. I don't know. I, like, I don't think that Xbox tracks that sort of stuff. There's no dashboard somewhere that says that. I think PlayStation does. yep. Um, yeah. But I don't think, I don't know if Xbox does it, only because I haven't, I don't really use it that much, so I'm not that sure. <coughs> I don't know. Um, one of the listeners, though, did point out that you can change the uh, hairstyle back to the original character. <laughs> I saw that. And, um, yeah. and I don't know, like, it's like this hidden feature they put in there. Yeah. Um, so, Rasty was like, yeah, you hold, like right trigger and press Y or something like that. And that kind of brings his beard back. Or if you do like left bumper and X or something like that, like that brings his um, his hair, his hairstyle back. And I'm like, all right, yep. I'll give that a try. And it worked, yeah. Um, and I did see some patch notes come up uh, uh, today or yesterday talking about that thing. I think they're going to make that more of, of like an option. Oh, okay. Or something cool. that like people will know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where that came from. Like, who the fuck figured that out? It's super strange. Anyway, um, yeah, he looks less less like generic face man when you do that. So that's kind of cool. Yeah.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Noise. Anyway, uh, anyway. what else? Come back. PUBG. PUBG. Uh, yeah. The test server went up. Yeah. Uh, last earlier this week, it's one, down
1: actually. now. Yeah. Yeah. This went is- up. Yeah, earlier the, in the week, and then it went down again the same week. On, on purpose. On purpose,
0: yeah. Course. So they're, they're testing the, uh, some of the functionality for 1.0 build which is due out in December sometime. Um, this build in particular was looking at vaulting and a few other small changes they've put in there as well. So we jumped in and played some rounds and yep. this was on uh, Asian servers. They only had North American Asia servers up for the test build um, and they started with solo and then the next day they increased the, um, the, the mode to first person squads. Was it first, first person squad? No, sorry, third yeah. person squads. Both squads. Oh, both squads. Yep. And, um, and also extended the, the test session as well to an extra day. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I really dig it. I think it's a fucking huge game changer. It it's changes awesome. it so much.
1: There's, there's heaps of changes. I think, like, there's heaps of little things in it that I think are, fucking really cool and i think it's it's like a full refresh for a whole bunch of shit in the game uh it feels really fucking good um yeah like obviously the big thing is vaulting right Mm -hmm. it is staggering what a difference vaulting makes Uh, i I already told the story on twitter but i'm so fucking proud of it Uh, i landed in rozhock uh on the roof of my favorite house which is the two-story roof access house on the eastern side of rossock um and i landed on on the roof uh dude landed behind me at the one story like that is adjacent to that same building uh he went through it and uh i could see him i went through my building as quick as i could i only had a pistol uh coming out the other side i did have i had a vest and a, and a helmet but i only had a pistol he had a um a double barrel shotgun and i knew if he came in i'd be fucked um so he was sort of he'd seen me in the bottom level and i sprinted upstairs and ran over the other side and i punched out a window Mm. and uh he came bolting around the side because what happens when you vault now is uh you smash the window if it's intact it smashes when you go through it um so He bolted around the side. He he knew, um, and he was full. Like just, he was just free. He was a free kill. Uh, He didn't have a vest on, which is uh, like another change they made. I I think they might have gone too hard with it, but uh, you take way more damage to the chest, like crazy amounts of damage. In either nineteen eleven, he was down in like three shots. Uh, He turned around, but didn't get a shot off with his double barrel.
0: I think Um, I read 25% increase. Does that sound about right to you?
1: That does. Yeah. It might, it might even be a little bit more. I don't know, man. You fucking drop so quick to chest shots. I might have, I might have pinged him in the head with my shots, but I always pretty much aim for chest first just because I want to get the hits. And yeah, when I'm spamming with the fucking pistol, I'm, yeah, I'm firing a bit, bit reckless. Uh, but yeah, he he dropped like a sack of shit. He got baited one hundred percent by the smash of the window, which I think is fucking amazing. There's so many like there's so many layers to how this impacts the way like the game works. There's those there's that house um, that we won we won that game at uh, the other night that's like sort of north of the gas station. Oh yeah. Um, so northern northern edge of town, maybe I guess a full square east of Saverny, like southeast of Saverny, um, yeah, like a full kilometer, I guess. Uh, southeast of Saverny, there's this house, and it's a uh, one-story with a the attic, an attic, yeah. And uh, like there's the hole, the porthole in the attic. Mm. So uh, if you've played PUBG, imagine that house. Uh, there are generally two ways into that house. Usually, two ways into that house. There's the front door and the back door. Now, with vaulting. Door. Hey. He loves going through the doors. Oh, yeah. I'm all about it. Um, no, now uh, there are two other uh, possible entry points, and it's it's, it's huge. Um, one of them's right next to the door. The other one's in the fucking bathroom. I'm pretty sure you I'm um, think you can go through that one i went through a bathroom window i think it was that one Hmm. um anyway you go through uh, the bathroom and you can get into the house through completely new uh like options new options to get in um basically the downside is that if the window smashes they know it's it's the same as a door opening right but if the window's already smashed say you got mates who are sniping who are just sniping into the walls and they smash, smash a couple windows. Then suddenly you've got free entry into this house. And that's fucking massive mm. in my opinion. And you like, that's that's a, that's a element of this game that I think is going to take it to another level for me, because you've got like you, the other thing you've got is like the idea of, closing doors when when i'm waiting in ambush for motherfuckers like for example uh my favorite little compound uh south of Pachinki or just north of the western bridge you know the one i always take us there yeah um it's got a warehouse it's got a long building a two-story long building it's got a red two-story and it's got a red single story um And it's, yeah, it's a full, like, it's a self-contained little fucking compound type deal. Um, But I'll I'll go there and basically wait in ambush uh, for people to come along. And it's, like, I I close the doors internally, uh, bottom floor, like, fucking everything. Just to make it it feel like there's no, like, nobody's come through here. Like, nobody's done shit, right? And then, yeah, they come in or they come to it they just they look inside they treat it like it's unlooted and they like move on but now right you gotta decide whether you do it that way uh, and leave everything intact or if you smash the windows on the top floor so that you can vault out if you need to or if you uh, like leave all the doors open and smash all the windows and just sort of deal with it from that perspective instead mm. you know like because the smash of the window very clearly indicates uh, that someone's there. <laughs> Someone's going in or out of a window. So, yeah, I don't know. Or just punching out a window. Or, pun- or punching out, yeah. But it definitely indicates that sort of shit, you know. So, you've got to think about that shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a huge change. And they, um, something else, it's sort of tiny, but it looks like the, from the second level of those floors, they've some of those buildings no longer stun you when you drop. Yeah. Um, so that means you've, um, you know, it gives you a chance to sort of shoot back at people or even, uh,
1: you know, run away quicker. You know what I think it is, is the vault animation doesn't have you. So when you jump, crouch jump out of a window and you can still crouch up uh, and it smashes the window when you do it now. But um, when you crouch jump out of a window, you are technically higher than the ledge of the window. But when you vault, I think the drop point is lower than the edge of the window. And so technically you're not dropping as far. And so you, you don't get the stun, which is pretty cool. But,
0: but that, that could be something they change. but it's pretty good at the moment. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a few other things they changed were uh, the mansion on the map. They've added like a forest up there and like a little pond. Um, so,
1: mansion is the uh, the compound of houses that are, is north of the jail, the jail crater. On the east side of the map. East side of the map, yeah. Um. Yeah, there's a big fucking forest there. Which is interesting,
2: um,
0: because during my interview, I yeah. fucking asked him about map changes and oh. how they were happy with, like... Because they put in Kameshki a while back, and I was like, you know, are you happy with sort of how that is? Like, wh- what are you sort of seeing up there? And he said, like, uh... Like, we're seeing more activity, but not a lot more. Um, and I was like, do you do you think you'll be going in and making changes to other areas in the map? Like, I know you've got the new map coming, but what about the existing one? Like, how, how do you feel that's sort of going to play out? And he flat out said, like, we'll probably look at it in another year, like a year's um, time. <laughs> literally, the next fucking yes. update's got gonna- it. So, but at the same time, he might not have known about that because he's talking about how, um, like he's got a lot of trust in his team and they sort of just make changes
1: Say <laughs> they So, he do. so he, they could
0: have just done that without his knowledge. I don't know. Yeah, anyway, I, I think it's a really cool change. They, that, um, whole area used to be like flat lands, really good open area for, um, for shooting people. Um, and the reason why I think that is happening is because they're doing this ballistics overhaul. Um, they're they're changing a lot of the assault rifles, so they're no longer high impact damage on long distances. Um, previously, when you would shoot someone at a long distance using those guns, there'd be no damage fall off. Um, so you could use a lot of these ARs as sort of makeshift sniper rifles. Um, I I like in the current build. I if I have the option
1: between a fucking mini fourteen and a M4, I'm taking the M4 every fucking day. I don't give a fuck about the the slight drop off over like I've already mentally compensated for any drop off over any distance where I'm engaging anyone ever. So yep. yeah, the fact that there's no drop off in damage um, in the current game, uh, current system means that, yeah, there's no incentive for me to actually take a, a sniper rifle over a fucking AR. Yeah. So yeah, it's a good, it's a good change.
0: Yeah. So they're changing velocity damage. I, I believe the ARs will start to lose damage over 300 meters. Right. It's something like that, Um, which means that's like a fairly close distance. (laughs) Yeah. It's super close. Um, I can think of like,
1: yeah, I think I can think of like stacks of places in the game where I've already like, I can already, I already mentally adjust to about 300 meters on the crosshairs, you know, like Hmm. it is a very common engagement distance. So that's a, yeah, it's an interesting one.
0: It's going to, be interesting to see how, like, sometimes we be like, all right, we've got shots at these guys. They're an open field. Do we shoot at them? Yeah. Now it's like it's it sort of may not be worth it unless you're getting headshots on these guys because it's going to possibly take, I don't know, maybe 10, 10 rounds, maybe more on that. And do you have the ammo to do that? Do you want to give away your position? Um Yeah, it's going to change things quite a lot, I think. Like those long distance engagements, unless you've got a sniper rifle, aren't going to happen as much.
1: Yep, uh, that's good. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it's going to make you really sort of. I don't know. I, th- I think they might be trying to get people to play a role. You know, like uh, yeah, you'd be the sniper guy. I'd be close you'd be long. That. Yeah, I'll be close. I mean, yeah, um, yeah, that's sort stuff. Enough. I guess the medium. Me- anyone can be medium, right? Like. Take an AR, you're medium close, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you take an AR and an OMP or AR and a Shoddy, then you are like very much a close range person. Yeah, yep. I don't
0: know. Yeah, that's cool. Yep, other changes. Uh, smoke grenades being... Fucking lost. amazing. Or fixed. Fixed. Yeah. Fixed
1: is what they are. They're now functional. Yep. Uh, they just pop in a cloud... Uh, that exists in a like, a cylinder. yeah, a basically.
0: Cylinder.
1: Yeah. Um, so it's a consistent area of um, like denied visibility, which is awesome.
0: Yep.
1: Uh, it's 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 exactly how what they need to be because uh, I I basically resorted to picking up a single smoke. That I would use either as a fucking last ditch fuck it effort um, to run across a clearly open area, or I would uh, use it to fuck with sound. Yeah, especially in um, like getting fog building or something. In a fog map, you pop the fucking smoke on a motherfucker in the last circle, and they just can't hear anything anymore. All they can hear is the is the sound, and you can. Make you move as uh-huh. yeah hmm, so yeah it's a it's a that's a fucking awesome change, I love that change, yeah, uh I used some smokes to uh not well, I used them and I won the game i I'm not gonna say that I used them, and it made me win the game, but uh, I used some smokes, and we also won that game, I used like they were the last things I used, but yeah. Um, that was like we won a, we got a chicken dinner on the test server. It was pretty good. Um, we were, it ended in melter and, uh, we basically had to hoof it. Oh, we had to swim like most of it, first of all. And then we had to hoof it all the way in. Um, we killed some motherfuckers who'd been like taking potties at us. They didn't change bullet penno on the, uh, water, which I thought was interesting. Yes. Yes. Um, but yeah, um, and all I had was some smokes, and we, me and this other dude, were the only two left alive. Just like, just barely, a, ba- a bee's dick north of uh, Milter Power, uh, north? No, east, east of Milter Power, and uh, we we're both behind a tree, both inside the circle. Uh, I had the center of the circle, and uh, he was practically on the edge. But I still wanted to bust him out so that I didn't have to wait fucking a minute and a half for the circle to start to close. And so I popped i threw two two smoke grenades and what i was trying to do was make him think that they were grenade like actual grenades and he'd have to shift out but mm-hmm. he didn't fucking move um yeah so i don't know uh it was good it was a good win i felt good about that win. i think i got four kills happy with that
2: yeah yeah uh
0: what else did i change um uh, sights, they changed some sight stuff so you can change the intensity of the uh, like the scope or the uh, red dot and the two types. Yeah, uh, by using the scroll wheel, it, it sort of makes the um, brightness of it go up or down. I'm not sure the reasoning behind that. Um, maybe you've got an idea.
1: I honestly have no idea. I've never seen it in, I, I can't recall it in any other shooter i've played either so
0: yeah the the only thing i've noticed is that sometimes you get like a bit of a like a, a glare or something on the screen right um, maybe it just to lower that part like i did play around with it a bit and it definitely does brighten or uh lessen that that sort of glow but otherwise yeah i'm not sure the reason behind that i guess maybe that's a real world feature like yes Um, and the the scopes as well the actual um, 8 times and 15 times have been adjusted so that you can zoom in and out on the fly Um, which I think is a huge change because before those scopes were really sort of purpose for one use which was a like a high powered sniper rifle Um, and like I would get stuff like an SKS sniper rifle and Generally I'd prefer to have a four times on that because mm. it is so uh I think it's a pretty good, you know. We wrap around back to like
1: mid and, and long. Like you can yeah. still you can still pop off uh, mid range with a four a full yeah. by.
0: And you don't uh, have that huge amount of recoil that's going with it, you sort of still see what's what's happening. So this changes that because now you can use that scope and still bring it back a notch. Um, which I think is a big change because before you kind of alternate, right? You'd have a four times on you, yeah. And if you had an eight times, you sort of carry that as well. Yeah, you don't have to do that anymore. You can just carry the one side, so, which I think it is- actually it makes the
1: eight times like sort of a fucking great find, and it makes the fifteen worth picking up. I literally would find a fifteen in a drop crate, hmm. and <laughs> and I would um just leave it
2: no i'd take i'd
1: take yeah i'd take it out of the crate and go ditch it in the grass a little like 10 meters away so that nobody else could have it but i didn't want it i just didn't want it no interest um yeah now fucking hell why wouldn't you you got that's a fucking that's three scopes in one maybe might as well yeah that's awesome
0: um the other change that i noticed was that they uh they they did something with the way the weapons interact with the walls like the distance between you holding them slightly did you uh what? That at all? uh what so you know how when you go like if you're trying to shoot someone and you're too close to the wall the the, the weapon sort of flicks up back in the air like oh you're too close yeah 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 i yeah. adjusted that a tiny bit as well
1: huh. um i still noticed that i was hitting fucking buttons. ledges so yeah
0: yeah. And the um, the UI for the inventory got changed a bit. There's like an indicator now that shows you uh, how much capacity you'll have when you pick up stuff and remove. Oh. Um, which is kind of a really cool little feature. Sort of. Um, I didn't notice that. You know that little white bar that shows you how full your backpack is? Yep. Um, if you go to pick something up, it sort of increases. Like it'll highlight a little bit and say, hey, this is how much you're going to fill up with your bag. Or if you're removing something, it'll. Be red and show you how much it's subtracting from it really tiny really tiny thing but yeah that's awesome yeah um other than that i think uh i think that's about it it's it's a cool step in the right direction um the vaulting stuff is massive change yeah so it's huge i guess i'll do another test next week once i fix a bunch of the bugs like i had i think two crashes yeah, I, was I didn't play a lot because I was like, "Yeah, this is cool. I get an idea of what's going on." I'd rather go play in normal servers where I don't have 150 ping. Yeah, uh, because you can definitely tell there was lag. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, I was happy to sort of just look at the changes and see how it would, you know, impact the the matter of the game, which uh, I'm excited to play. <laughs> yep. yep. All right, should we move on? Let's talk Let's about uh, drop mix. Drop mix. Uh, drop mix is, I don't know, it's a, it's an interesting one. Eh? Uh, do you know anything about it? I've heard a tiny bit about it. And when I first heard about it, I thought this is dumb. Like, right. I don't see, and I still think it's dumb. I don't know how they're going to make any, any money off this thing. Um, well, it's it's
1: expensive. It's 200 <laughs> bucks at retail. So that's the that's the starter but um that's that, that's how they're making money but um yeah it's uh, it's a collaboration between hasbro and harmonix and uh, so harmonix hasbro of course make all fucking sorts of toys like transformers transformers board game like all the classic board games like boggle and sorry and all that kind of shit they make nerf they make like fucking all kinds of shit hasbro uh, is like yeah Deep in Toys uh, and Harmonix, uh, in case you don't recall, made the rock band games. Um,
0: or Guitar Hero as well, former Guitar Hero. Yeah. Company.
1: Um, so they made musical musical instrument games. Yep. And uh, so Drop Mix is a deck. Uh, it's this like long, long, thin deck uh, that you put these cards down on and it allows you to create songs Uh, and like create your own musical tracks just by uh, putting different combinations of cards down. And it allows you to like remix songs on the fly by changing the cards, stuff like that. The cards themselves have NFC shit in them that allows them to like, that allows the game to read them. Um, And yeah, uh, it plays through your phone or whatever. Um, I had it, I was playing it with my wife last night and we had her phone uh, casting to – because she got a Samsung phone, we had a Samsung TV, so it's you don't need like a fucking Chromecast or whatever the fuck to cast direct to the TV. So we had the game playing up on the TV and playing through our home theater system uh, while it was like basically all playing off the phone. It was fucking awesome. Um, so basically – the trick to it, right, and, uh, like, this is 100% not for everyone, but it's basically a board game where you collaboratively create music on the fly. Uh, it is, like, it's a board. You, you've got these cards. You play these cards. You make different music. You can sit there and just make whatever music you like, uh, like, just fucking combine different songs. Uh, each, each, like, standard kit comes with a bunch of like you always have the same songs or whatever the fuck but um yeah there's there's booster packs and stuff like that so more cards and whatever so i guess that's another way they're making money (laughs) and um yeah basically it is it makes you feel like a fucking musical genius i am like just a musical moron. I've never been able to play an instrument. Obviously, I sing like a fucking angel, but <laughs> like, yeah. Apart from that, um, <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I, I just I can't. I don't know. Like, and you know, I I listen to the same fucking Wu Tang album uh, or the same fucking Kendrick album like once a day for like seven to eight years in a row like it like I just, there's no variety it's all either just the same shit non-stop because i don't have any fucking musical imagination i don't have that it's just not in me right it's like a big fucking hole in my wheelhouse right it just doesn't exist for me but uh i was able to make shit like like, it was nothing. And obviously, the, the the game, the board, is doing most of the work, right? Obviously. the uh, It's, like, it's mostly the app or the board or whatever the fuck. The game itself is doing most of the remixing work. It's not like I'm sitting there fucking matching beats or anything or however the fuck you remix music. Um, but it just it makes you feel like you are discovering spectacular combinations and the amount of combinations that are available. Uh, there's like, I guess there's 60 cards in the base pack, uh, five different slots for the cards. Um, there, there has to be thousands of combinations, maybe even more than thousands of combinations, like tens of thousands of combinations that you could possibly put together to make music and actually create something that is like listenable. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, yeah, it's, And then you've got the booster packs where like it just creates even more options and shit. And so, yeah, we were just like, yeah, we were just sitting there last night dicking around like, yeah, seeing what, what songs would combine well together and seeing how that would work and building songs out of that. And you just, you properly feel like someone who is creating songs and, yeah, I think it's fucking fantastic. It, the then there's the there's a party mode where you collaboratively five people like work together to try to create um, these songs, but you're restricted by these rules as to how you can create those songs. And so there's different color cards, and the different color cards uh, like indicate different instrument combinations so a yellow card is a microphone a blue card is the drums a red card is um red card i think is guitar uh green is bass guitar or like alt alt instrument because i think there's trumpet in green as well um but yeah so you've got those and uh it'll be like play a yellow card and so you've got to play a yellow card as fast as you can. And you build a score out of that, right? Uh, and you're working together to build the best score and to, uh, like, yeah, basically get a high score while making an awesome song at the same time. And, like, making it utterly at random because you don't know what cards you're necessarily going to get because you, like, you get your deck of, uh, of cards and then you just draw, like, seven from from that deck. Okay. And you've got to play with, with what you've got there, right? um so you can only play with the cards in your hands and yeah there's a game in it and then there's uh versus mode where it's basically the same thing but you're trying to like one up the other person who's playing or other two people who are playing uh so they might play a card and then you have to either try and like overdo their card overwrite their card to make like your own stuff but at the same time you're restri- again restricted by like what you're allowed to play and stuff like that. And yeah, like it's, you're competitively making these cool ass songs out of fucking nothing. And it's just awesome.
0: Okay. Um, yeah. So have you got this? Uh, yeah. Okay. I've okay. got it. It's cool. Yeah. So when I come around tonight for steak, we can. Have oh yeah. Crack? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Sweet. Um, cause I haven't seen it in action. All I've heard, I've heard about it and that's about it it is like I went my idea around
1: dude I get it because I was going to this fucking preview session uh and I'm like I've I'd watched two videos one was the official video they put out which was it was basically, you know, the Nintendo Switch where they take their fucking switch around to a rooftop party and some bitch rocks up to some rooftop party she's clearly not invited to. And she's like, check me out, I've got a Nintendo Switch. It's basically the same. Check me out, i got the drop mix. You are like, get the fuck out of here, lady. Like, who the fuck are you? Um, and awful. It's awful. I'm like, that is terrible. I've got to find something else. I found another video, which was a comprehensive video review uh that was done by someone who has uh, she has like the fucking the charisma of um like crash test dummy (laughs) so like she's playing this fucking party music game and she's
0: having so much fun right now yeah
1: it's coming across like she is trying to work out who of her family members will have to die first in a hostage situation. Like, it's crazy. So, yeah, I, I went into this thing. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to get out of this. But, oh, boy, uh, this, this is going to be an interesting one. But, uh, I like, yeah, I'd about five minutes with it. And I'm fucking – I was in. Uh, it was – I got it. Like, 100% got it. Uh, it had, like – um, there's a down with the sickness card. Uh, there's, <laughs> like, wild cards that, like, like – uh, every single color and I was just making like down with the sickness remixes is Uh it was spectacular. Uh but yeah, it's it's yeah, you definitely have to play it to understand it. Hmm. But once you once you do, like you totally get it, which is crazy to me. Uh it, it I mean it's not to the extent that VR was for me cuz VR once I did it, I was like like everyone is going to love this once they get it like once they get the games to this everyone's gonna want this yeah um this is more like i don't know like for me i think if you've got the stuff to make it cool because i don't think you want to you wouldn't want to play this if you couldn't cast it to your television or if you had a bluetooth speaker you can bluetooth to the speaker but you don't want to play fucking a music game out of your fucking phone speakers or some shit right like you, you it want just it to sound good. Yeah, it wants to sound good because you're. That's that's the essence of this shit, right? So yeah, if you're gonna play it as a party board game, you need some other element to make that part of it work. And if you're gonna play it solo, um, I don't know if it has a lot of legs to play solo. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay.
1: Like, uh, it's it's good and it's it's like it's enrapturing playing it solo, but yeah, eventually you get to a point where you're like, okay, I get it, but this seems like it would be better with other people. So yeah, if you've got really good headphones, that'll, that'll last you for about fucking half an hour with it. But otherwise, yeah, you need to, you need some way to project that music and have like, let other people enjoy it and stuff. But uh yeah, to that, to that end though, as like, as a fucking party board game, it's, it's fucking awesome. Um, yeah. I will definitely be winding it into our uh, future party board game nights. All right. Yeah.
0: Sounds nice. good. Um, Star Wars drones. Star Wars drones! Holy shit. This was. The surprise? <laughs> we got an email a couple of weeks ago being like, hey, you should come to the Star Wars event. And mm. I was pretty much on board at that point. Yeah. I'm like, oh, so I was it. Yeah, of course. Well, of course, uh, yeah. But at the same time, when I got the email, I was like, I don't know why I'm getting this email, but I'll come anyway.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, I'm definitely in.
0: Yeah. I'm uh, not sure yeah. what I'm going to do with it, but right. may have
1: pointed this one in the wrong direction, but. Hmm.
0: But now, now after seeing it, I realized why we were there. <laughs> So anyway. yeah, Star Wars drones. Um, so this was a event where they're basically launching these um, Star Wars themed drones in Australia uh, it's today, isn't it? Uh, yes, it is today. Um, hey. So they're out. You probably can't buy them anymore. These things are <laughs> going to sell the fuck out really quickly. Um, yeah, I think they've been released in America and maybe the UK for a little while. Yeah. Um, but the basic idea is it is a, 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 like a toy drone, like a between a, a drone and a flying toy, somewhere in, in between there. Um, it's not like a crazy, ridiculous one of those drones.
1: D- that- DGI, whatever the fuck, whatever they are. Mm-hmm. Those fucking, what are those ones called that everyone fucking loves? I don't know. Those Mavic DJI fucking lunatic shit, like, 4K cameras embedded inside yeah. them. The and stuff all that kind you of can't shit.
0: fly near the fly zones. And yeah, place. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, this ain't going to do that. No. Um, yeah, so it's somewhere sort of in between that, and it's it's themed in the Star Wars universe. They come in like different variations. There is a uh, advanced Tie fighter, a tie advanced, a uh, an X wing, and a speeder bike. Uh, with a little man sitting on top of it. Um yep. yeah. And it's uh it comes with like a little controller with it that allows you to fly it around in all directions. It's um, a proper fucking
1: it's like a remote a proper remote control. Yeah. And like that full blown shit. Not like a Yeah, I don't know. It's it's the full full deal.
0: Yeah, it's like the size of the original Xbox controller. <laughs> yeah. It's quite big. It's big. Um, what he's saying is it's big. It's big, all right? It's fucking huge. It's got a bunch of buttons on there. It's got some some triggers. And-
1: no, dude, you're missing the best part. When you open the fucking battery.
0: <laughs> the you battery.
1: open the battery fucking area up. Yeah. And you have to unscrew the motherfucker, which was a pain in the dick, until I remembered there's a screwdriver embedded in the control. Yep. It's a pad thing. Um, but, yeah, you open the fucking thing up and uh it like there's it's battery powered the fucking battery covers battery powered or some shit but it like pops out and it's like use the force and you're like what the fuck there's no batteries in this shit how fuck is it going to be and then it starts telling you like put the fucking batteries in ah. and you're like what you need to put four batteries in and uh <laughs> how
2: how, how, did, how did you do this it's all magic already d- oh my god
1: uh, but yes uh yeah, and then uh that's just the controller. No, um you can like you can plonk your phone into a, a, a gripper like a on the edge, yeah, at the top of the controller, and you can Bluetooth into it to like do all these training missions so that you train with your drone before flying it in real life which is uh, pretty amazing, although it was a mad pain in the dick getting my phone to fucking fit in it because it wanted to, like, sit basically exactly where the volume buttons are. And uh, so I had to sort of, like, oh. bodge it over to the side.
0: That sounds like a phone design issue.
1: Uh, no. It's also, like, i got a <laughs> XL, which yep. is about twice, as, twice the size of the space that they want a phone to exist in. So it was, like... I needed to, like, get four strong men to hold the fucking phone part open so I could wedge the phone in there. It was ridiculous. Um, I, I didn't actually get four strong men. I don't know four strong men.
0: Um, anyway, yeah, that was some, Um, Yeah, so it's, like, training missions on your phone that you can download as a free app, um, yep. and you can train using, like, a little in-game drone, and there's a bunch of... Uh, tutorials in there that sort of teaches you how to take off and fly around and then there's uh, like training missions that give you objectives and tasks to do and there's like there's heaps of them there's stacks in there um, that sort of you know give you this three dimensional space to fly around and do tricks and and different little things um, which is a cool way of getting you to learn without using the actual real thing because yeah it can be quite challenging
1: yeah, so you've you flown your dealio yet? No, not yet. No, okay, yet. yeah, no. neither have I. Because um, I'm a chicken shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so we get to this event, and they um, it's a, like a an hour presentation, mm. something like that, forty five minute presentation, where they get um a bunch of the key people up on on stage. They're talking about the technology that's in it. Um, in the controller the technology that's sort of in the drone itself um, how the app works that sort of stuff and um, yeah it's got some really cool cool little features in there Um, they talk about like how they're using new technology Li-Fi I think is one of the things they talked about Um, uh, and then they start going through some of the features and how you can have like battles with other drones and that is sort of when things start to click and like, oh, okay, yeah, so this is the video game side of it. This is why, this is why we're here. <laughs> Cause there is like a video game element to it. Um, and anyway, so, and then they bring out like a dude from the audience and they get him to do some of these training missions. Mm-hmm. And then he's up on stage flying this drone within what, five minutes? Yeah, yeah something easy. Something like that. Yep. Yeah. Not, not particularly like, doing crazy stunts or anything but yeah it's in the air it's moving around
1: yeah he's, he's got control
0: yeah yeah so it is pretty simple to sort of learn but there is definitely a learning curve to doing other things with it with it that sort of you got to try and get your head around
1: yeah. yeah yeah um and so i guess we we went through and sort of exp- like Checked all the stuff out. They did. Uh, they had three stations where you can check stuff out. They had an unboxing room, which we spent a record short amount of time in, uh, and they had a like the training room where you were playing on the app yeah. that they would have, um, which was pretty good. Um, it was good
0: that was the first room we went to.
1: It was, and <laughs> so we got a good handle on how to play it uh, using the using the app and the the stuff like the program the tutorials and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they had a, um, a obstacle course room where you've actually got to fly the drone and, uh, take it through some hoops and get a, like just get a handle and flying it, actually flying it for the first time. Uh, I was, I actually got to grips with it pretty quickly. I thought, um, like, I, I don't know. it just felt really intuitive after, Having already done the tutorial, but I smashed the fucking, I did that figure eight thing in under forty seconds, which the dude on stage wasn't able to do. So <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. Uh, no, I was I was taking like I don't know, I was I was talking with one of the dudes, the drone experts that they had on hand, and he was um he was giving me good advice, told me how to do a like barrel roll and shit. Uh, so yeah, I was able to do a bunch of stuff pretty early on, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah I just got a handle with it it's actually it's super easy to fly but it can get away from you real quick that's I think that's what I noticed is that like you feel like you've got a good handle it, and then you just sort of push yourself a little bit you're like you far. keep yeah you keep like pushing the limits of what you can do uh, until suddenly you've pushed it too far and then you crashed into a, a fucking wall or whatever yeah
0: because it is I guess it's, it's very floaty like yeah you'll, you'll sort of put the stick in one direction and it sort of keeps going in that direction even though you've left maybe le- le- like pulled your finger away from it um oh they they talked about it being on i guess like ice like you can yeah a car on ice or something like that so it's that's a, yeah
1: it's a yeah it's a good way to put it really um yeah, it does. It feels like you're you're sliding further than you expect, and then, yeah, you sort of I don't know, you accelerate
0: a lot more than you expect as well. So yeah, yeah,
1: um, yeah.
0: And a lot, a lot of the um, the other thing you kind of got to get your head around is that the movement is based on the direction the drone is facing, not like where you're sitting. So you're sort of controlling, uh, like where that drone is facing but also sometimes it could be facing the opposite direction of you and you've got to try and then work backwards yeah so like forwards is now backwards and right is now left (laughs) yeah you've just got to sometimes get your head around that as well which can be a bit tricky sometimes with sliding all around and and that sort of fun stuff hmm um what else did they do they um uh, they then went through the third one, which was the uh, the battle, the battles station. Yeah, the battle, the
1: battle arena, um, and which is where we spent most of our time. <laughs> yeah, basically,
0: like uh, <laughs> yeah, not not necessarily even playing, just watching. <laughs> cause just it was watching, so fucking cool.
1: Yeah, uh, they had like it was four v four, right? Uh, four, four, yeah, four X wings versus four Tie fighters. And uh, it, was, it, was, it wasn't it was teams. It was, like, free-for-all. Hmm. Um, and basically, uh, if you shoot someone, they take a point of damage. Uh, if they take three points of damage, they uh, they get crashed, and they, like, fall to the ground, and then they have to wait. I think it was, like, uh, four seconds. Five and seconds th- something like that, yeah. Four or five seconds. And the way and they, they, they crash is
0: off. they sort of, like, spin to the ground, like, yeah. very graciously.
1: <laughs> yep uh and then uh yeah they take off again and uh basically what you're trying to do is is score as many points and so you're just trying to yeah because it's a free-for-all you're just trying to shoot everyone you can it doesn't matter who you actually shoot um yeah you just want to shoot anyone so you're basically like just lining people up and hammering the fucking trigger uh and murdering whoever you can and yeah it's um it's a lot of fun, and it's it's cool to watch as well. They they I was like it was way better when they upped the lights towards the end because when we first got in there, it was a bit too dark to really get a good grip on what was going on. Uh, but uh, yeah, as it went further and further through, um, yeah, just got easier and easier to track, and yeah, I don't know, it was awesome. And I think I really you can have it.
0: up to twelve playing in the one game. Oh, really? Sounds oh, nice. like um, And there's different like modifiers that you can change, things like uh, the the amount of time that the game goes for. Um, so we were starting off playing like one-minute rounds, but you can up that. Um, and it, the app actually comes with like a little scoreboard system, so everybody sort of logs into the app and everybody's got their own usernames and that sort of stuff, and uh, it tracks the points that way. So you can kind of have the screen up on your, your um, controller to watch. Um, yeah, and it's a lot of fun. It's really cool. I dig it. Yep.
1: It was pretty good. Uh, I, was, I was pretty amazing at it.
0: You are all right. You are pretty good. Uh, um, I, you, you and I went into... So they did like a tournament yep. where uh, they were looking for the best drone pilot and they did like an elimination type tournament format um, where they got eight people up on stage and then sort of the best two people um, would go through the next round. And they, they did that a bunch of times and they had like a, a playoffs format. Um, I stupidly went up (laughs) the same time you did Yep. (laughs) while we were playing. Uh, and we got these, there were like two kids.
1: Yeah, there was, yeah, two kids in our group as well. Yep. And, uh, I won the first round. So I got through to the next round, the next, like the quarterfinals. Um, and then, uh. I won the second round as well. <laughs> yep, and uh, so they just auto passed the two kids through to the uh, t- through to the end.
0: Yeah,
1: which is uh, through to the quarterfinals, rather. Um, was
0: yeah, they, was um, super so that first one I was flying a Tie Fighter. Uh, yeah, I didn't like flying a Tie Fighter. I it felt very different to the other to the X Wing that I was using. Yeah, um, I, I wasn't sure what was going on. It just felt like I couldn't move up and down as well. Um, it seemed to always be sort of sitting around the, the ground all the time, and I wasn't. Yeah, I couldn't figure that part out. Uh, so I got fucking shredded on that one because I was just always like, "Why won't it go up? It's just sort of just sitting on the ground, like most of the time. It's it's not moving. I can I can get it to move around every other direction, but it just won't go up. So I wasn't sure if that was something to do with. The controller or the actual drone because it seemed like both times that I used it it just, I couldn't get a really good grasp on what was going on. You could fly the fucking X-Wing, totally fine. Had a really good time with that one. Um, and the second round we went in, I went in with the X-Wing and we were playing and I was looking at the screen and I'm like, oh yeah, sweet, I'm winning. This is easy. I'll just fucking sit in the corner. Um, and I knew which one you were because there was one other fucking coherent X-Wing flying around, or, or I think it was an X-Wing flying around. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's definitely Joe, because we're the only ones actually doing shit. Yep. And I think we were fighting each other at one stage, or, like, right at the start, and we yep. ran into each other.
1: Yeah, you, you fucking pinged right into me and took me out.
0: <laughs> yeah. It was uh, a hit And anyway, so I'm looking at this, this scoreboard. I'm like, every, like, literally, everybody's on zero points. I'm on, like, 30-something. I'm just going to sit in the corner. <laughs> just fuck it, because I'm winning. I might as well just... Like, watch this scoreboard and see who, if anybody gets close, then I'll just get back in there and start shooting people again. Yep. Putting myself up as food. Of course. Um, anyway, that game ends, and then he's like, Yeah, Job wins. And I'm like, What? Yep. And I'm looking at the scoreboard, being like, That's me, right? I'm I'm the highest one. I'm pretty sure that's me. And there was like a second side to the scoreboard, which I wasn't even looking at.
1: I hadn't even been looking at. Yeah, I was like, Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> Oh, gold. Gold. Um, yeah, that no, was pretty good. In the quarters, um uh in the first round of the quarters, I was uh getting smashed early on. I basically I ran into a um into the wall, uh, into the netting on the wall really early and I took one of my propellers off, uh, which is not a good thing. Uh it takes it's a like strategy cotton. It takes a bunch of time to fix that shit, and so uh, yeah, um, I was I was in a really bad bad position, uh, and the Dude got out to like an eighteen point lead really real quick, and then he wasn't able to get a lot of points because everyone was sort of out. So when I got back in, uh, I like he sort of got taken. He got in the wall uh, in the netting on the wall as well. And uh, he was in a a bit of a bad position Uh, and everyone else was back in. So I just started smashing into people. I got to uh, 20 points with five seconds left and he was flying around again. I could tell that uh, player two was flying around again because I was player one. Um, And so I flew myself into the netting uh, so that he couldn't shoot me (laughs) and score any points off me. (laughs) dirty um so that was pretty good uh after that after that round they were like oh let's see who won and uh i was very vocal in uh in my um pride at winning uh i yelled you know who won (laughs) uh i was gonna top it off with the motherfuckers but i didn't um because there was two kids standing because there was definitely children there um yeah so uh, you know who won and uh this the dudes who like came second in that previous round who, who i'd sort of avoided uh he was he was like he was not about it he was not happy he's like oh you're gonna fucking get it now and i'm like uh okay uh f- fair enough uh and the presenter dude's like well you're you're already in the um you're already through so you can uh, you can pretty much just relax and I'm like cool I'll just do that and uh, as soon as I take off that d- the dude who was angry that I'd been like very proud of my achievements he, he starts shooting me so my plan was to just take off and I was just going to spin in a circle at the top of the arena just you know just fly around and, and make a show <laughs> of it because I didn't have to be in it but he turns on the spot and starts shooting into me and I, like, I knew he did it on purpose. And so I just did. I just shot him for the rest of the game. All I did was shoot him. I didn't shoot anyone else. I just shot him. Uh, and because he kept getting shot, he wasn't able to score any points. And he got knocked out. So I think that was a very important lesson for him. Don't fuck with Chobe. Um, and then in the semifinals, so the semifinals, uh, they went to like four people left. And then it was going to be two, like one-on-one for the finals. Four people left. Uh, first round of the semifinals. Uh, I just couldn't... I, I don't know what it was. I was in the TIE Fighter again, which I don't like. Uh, for same reasons, you didn't... It's symmetrical and I couldn't really... I find it really difficult to work out which way is facing forward with the fucking TIE Fighter.
0: Yeah, because both uh, angles sort of look the same. So yeah. It's hard to get an idea of, oh, okay, this is the front side. There are, yeah. there are like, lights on them. Um, I think the blue light is at the front, red is at the back, but at the same time it can be difficult if it's on its side yep to sort of see like ah, oh, this is this is the front <laughs> so yeah whereas when so, you're looking at an x-wing yeah or the speeder can, bike like all right that's the front
1: very very clearly tell which way is which um so yeah i was in the yeah tie fighter so i couldn't really tell and i crashed into the netting again cost myself a shitload of time and immediately crashed back into the netting because the dude put like slid me back out but he's I thought he'd slide me back out with, like, the forwards facing away from him. Like, like you would, like you would, if you were to slide a fucking, I don't know, if you slide a pair of shoes, right, somewhere, you'd slide them toes facing forward, right? You wouldn't slide them toes facing towards you, right? doesn't make any fucking sense mm-hmm. He'd slide slid it's to- toes facing towards the center of the arena if you were sliding shoes for whatever reason but uh no he, sl- he slid it and i couldn't i couldn't fucking tell because the sy- symmetry but he slid it with the toes facing him so i took off and immediately went straight back into the net and that co- and i lost the propeller again so that cost me another fucking bunch of time and so i basically finished that first round uh with like five points and i was way behind um, and then the second round, I got me and another dude collided mm. and it took the dude ages. I was ages.
0: <laughs> I was like, Joe's going to be so fucking pissed.
1: It took him like 75 fucking seconds of this 120 second fucking round to fix my fucking drone. And yeah, so I wasn't able to score any points. Um, uh, yeah, I basically just put the fucking controller down um, it was done. It was ridiculous. I think I scored one point in that round. So I got knocked out, but, um, to be fair, you should fly better. I should have flown better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was like shit loads of fun. Awesome fun. Yeah.
0: Great. Really good fun. Um, yeah, I, I, I like the, um, the durability of them as well. Like they are fucking quite bendy in certain aspects. Um, yeah so you can run them into the ground and that sort of thing. They're still very durable like if you're not a good pilot the The bits actually come apart, so like you're talking about how the propellers sort of come off. they do come off, but they're also very flexible, so you can go pick them up um put them back on and the um the packaging does come with spare ones as well. so if you do lose them, they just you've got a spare couple in there as well. um The other cool thing is that they've got like a one year warranty on the device so that if you do lose these parts, you can just call them up and they'll send you the parts out for free. Like they'll yeah. replace the parts for you. Yeah. Um, so if you lose all your propellers, That's pretty awesome. they'll send you a bunch of new propellers. Or um, if you lose like a a piece from the, the the X-Wing, the little gun, then they'll just send you another one them out, um, which is really cool. So do you want to talk about the pricing and stuff? Sure. Sure. Uh, so, they come out today. Um, they're doing two runs of it. They're doing the standard edition, which is $199 in Australia, um, which comes with your your drone and a battery the controller, all that stuff, the app, which you can get for free. Um, anything else I'm missing? Instruction
1: uh, yeah, all you know, those bits. Sort of
0: um, and then they're doing a collector's edition. They're selling uh, 1,977 of them, I believe, was the number. Yep. Um, which ties into the release of Star Wars, the film. Um, yep. On that will be um, like a wax sealed uh, box, um, which will have your unique number on that as well. You open that motherfucker up and it starts playing Star Wars music. Yeah. It's, it's possibly the best box I've ever seen. It's it's amazing.
1: It is spectacular. It is utterly ridiculous. Like, there's no point to it. But, uh, yeah, it's awesome.
0: It's amazing. Um, and then you open up this box and your drone is sort of in this glass or plastic case with lighting around it. It's all lit up and motherfucking Star Wars theme is playing. And you're like, holy shit, this is the best thing ever. And uh, and then you take it all apart. Um, this box comes with an extra battery. So you've got two batteries in there. The batteries last for eight minutes um, each, which... <clears throat> I guess not a huge amount of time. It's actually pretty on par with a lot of the like
1: the drones of this size. Yeah, um, I think it might even, like it's it's better than the drone I bought, the first ever drone I bought, um, which was a lot bigger and had a lot like larger battery. Yeah, I wound up having to buy a fucking better
0: battery for that thing because it lasted like six minutes. It was fucking ridiculous. Yeah, um, but with yeah, the, and that but with was the huge. second spare one, you can charge them while you're using one right
1: yeah but it takes a bit it takes yeah. like 20 minutes to charge so it's not like you can like swap them in and out on the fly or some shit i think you need or would you need like four batteries i guess yeah something like that Three. to keep that that going yeah um well if you've yeah. got a
0: friend like if you're if we both went out like oh, i yeah. fly one i could sort of just watch yep. <clears throat> type thing um, while the others are charging I don't know And you'd want to do it that way Because if we were to battle alive, I'd Fucking smash you mate um, So that comes with the extra battery And uh, everything's sort of tagged in there With your unique Unique collector's edition number Which is really cool um, And they're also selling that For the first 24 hours At $199 um, So they're normally 299 And they're selling it with a $100 rebate That's yeah, only which the first cool. 24 hours um, And I suspect they're going to be gone Like really yep. quick <laughs> Maybe Because they're super fucking cool Um, They just look awesome uh, They're like a really I think crazy ridiculous Like a Christmas gift would be really fun Yep um, Like I know it's something my dad would go fucking nuts over Because um, he loves Star Wars shit So yeah man I had a lot of fun playing with them Yeah man and, uh, yeah, they gave us some to take home. To try.
1: Uh, yeah. And, well, they gave us one each. We both picked the fucking
0: tie X-Wing. Yeah. Sorry, X-Wing. Yeah. Because I was like, uh, I was tossing up between that and the speeder because no the speeder looks, looks really cool with the little guy in it. I think You're that's what's called for me.
1: You're the, nuts.
0: The little guy on there because he's like, he's like okay. riding the speeder. It looks yeah, so no. cool. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. And the TIE Fighter also looks cool. It's just- I, d- I wasn't really feeling it with the flying. I, I was so
1: grumpy it about go. it after the fucking battle. No, the, the, thing, the other thing about the TIE fighter is... Um, one of the pros was telling me that it has, like, a natural... Um, like, a natural tendency to move uh, forwards at okay. all time. Like, it, that is just the, the weight of the thing is such that uh, it will... It, like, after you hover for a bit, it will just tend to drift forward. Yeah. Uh, and because of the way the game, uh, the thing, like, cracks into fucking acceleration. Like, it just keeps accelerating. Yeah. It just um, keeps- yeah. It can be, if you just leave it, it will fucking ham forward, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: also, so- if you've never flown a drone before, it's yep. got the controller comes with a, a training mode. So uh, you can sort of flick this little slider on the side of it and is that the little dial thing yeah 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 right so when you trigger that it actually locks in the um the left stick into place so it's no longer like free and loose um and the way you take off is there's an actual button that, that lets you take off so when you want to take off you hold that button down the drone lifts off the air itself and it floats a couple feet in the air and there's sort of like this box barrier that's around it that says, all right, I can't go any lower than this and I can't go any higher than this. So that's your sort of training mode. So you're not going to crash into the ground or shoot off into the air and disappear. Um, whereas if you flick that actual little training mode off, um, you're manually taking off and, and floating around and going as high as you want or as low as you want. Um, it's a little bit harder to control when you first sort of learning to play play with it so yeah I found that quite quite helpful because yep it's pretty cool very cool all right anything else you want to say about that
1: no it's cool I liked it um yeah. I, I don't think you need the fucking collector's edition dealio. I think the fucking regular, the, the, like it's literally just a cool box and I think you get an extra battery and that's it. And the batteries, I think like 20 bucks. So you are basically paying eighty eighty 80, 80 bucks for a fucking cool box. Um, so yeah, in yeah. my opinion, just get the fucking regular. If you're, if you're about it, I mean, I don't know. They're, they're pretty fucking cool. I'm, I'm definitely a fan. Um, <coughs>
0: We were yeah. talking about how, like, oh, you know what they need to do is make a second edition and have a Millennium Falcon, yeah, and this thing will print money. Turns yeah. out they already made one; they're just not available here. They're just not available anywhere. Yeah, and I can understand that because nobody would buy anything else. That is Wouldn't very make true. Any sense. Yep. Mm. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else you want to talk about with that one? Uh, no. Anyway. No. Okay. Uh, while we're on. on the the Star Wars subject, should we keep should we keep on going? Sure. Do you want to do that? I might uh, I might dragging a special guest joke. Oh, okay. Do you know how I love to pop surprises on you. You do love
1: to pop surprises.
0: Crossing, Crossing live.
2: Alive. Oh live shit! Look from the out. traffic chopper, it's Nathan Lawrence. How is the shit shitstorm down there going with EA? <laughs> it's filled with microtransactions.
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, Nathan. Hi, Nate. How you doing? Oh, yeah, pretty good.
0: We're podcast. We just talked about our Star Wars drones. Yep. Oh, yeah. How did they fare?
1: Yeah. Well, they fared well. We are fans of them, Nathan. I hear Um, that you
2: pay once and uh, that just
1: works. You pay pay once and uh, immediately you are as capable as anyone else is. What about microtransactions on batteries? Ah, that's it. That's where they sting you.
2: That's where they get you.
1: Ah, um, they're regular transactions. They're 20 bucks. (laughs) They're not micro, um, macro, (laughs) macro (laughs) transactions. (laughs) Um, sorry, Star Wars Battlefront. You're our fucking Battlefront expert, aren't you?
2: Yeah. I don't really like admitting to that.
1: Yeah, it sucks. eh?
2: (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, being the expert of, I don't know, what's a really terrible sport, AFL or something like that. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) shit. Uh,
0: Pick something else. Synchronized swimming. Oh, gosh. We've just lost a bunch of people. Yeah. <laughs> we are. No, it's the, our, the Venn diagram
1: of our listeners is uh, synchronized swimming experts <laughs> and people who love swearing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a very big like it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's what we're about. Um, yeah. So you went over to the review event, right? Yeah, I did. I was in uh, San Francisco... Um, which, you know, I I think we've talked about this in the past, review events are a little bit sketchy at times. I was one of the people who was unfortunate enough to be on the Battlefield 4 review event, which meant that we got to play the game under kind of idealized uh, circumstances and, you know, without the issues of the servers and rubber banding and all that stuff. Um, And and you could see the potential of the game there, but on release it was obviously a clusterfuck. Um, So I was a bit worried about that. This time, but it turns out there are enough problems that I didn't really have to worry too much about that sort of thing. <laughs> Plus, there was yeah. what lag notifications on uh, PSN during the review event.
1: Hilarious, like crazy, like insane. Um, clearly not uh, like if if that is under idealized uh, circumstances. That is just, it's just even worse than you could imagine. Uh, but yeah, your review is up on Ozgamers, right? My novella, I believe. You're, yes. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was thinking, like, what, what is the clocking, what is the word count at the end? It's a lot. <laughs> For four
2: and a half thousand,
1: and I didn't count the updates, so yeah. It's it's it might be, It might be the longest on Ozgamers. Really? It have, yeah, it might be. I'm just, I'm just checking because I previously held the record. How did you? What? <laughs> Dark Souls I beat you three. by like, two words. <laughs> yeah, it might, it might actually be something pretty close to that. Uh, let me see. Let's hope. Right, look. but
2: like Dark Souls was good, right? And yeah. I'm so it's, that was it's, four and a half, or how many words of love? Yeah, as opposed to heartbreak. <laughs> yeah. I think. Oh, like, you fucking smashed it. 3,800. Yeah. Well, Boost. But, uh, like, <laughs> as, as you know, Joby, as a strange man who loves reviewing games, I don't love reviewing them anymore. It's, it's a lot of time and it's always a crapshoot. Like, if it's a great game, that's awesome. But if it's a shit game, it's not so good. But the worst ones, I think you'll agree, are the middling ones. <laughs> yep. Because I find that I over-explain. I'm well, not over-explain, but I feel obliged to spend more time and more words. Um, and, and with this one, it's... I guess it's a bit more complicated. It's a little bit murkier. I do feel for DICE and Criterion. They're the multiplayer developers, so people who don't know. And, and hey, for the press listening to this, you guys don't know that either. Hilarious. Anyways. <laughs> uh, it's not all made by DICE. Uh, yeah. So I feel for them because I can't imagine them sitting in a room brainstorming for Battlefront 2 and going, okay, we need something new. What, what have you got, Johnny? And little Johnny down the back goes fucking loot crate progression and there's just unanimous applause and he gets promoted like (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) did that happen they were told i mean i don't have any official thing on this but i I think it's pretty safe to assume they were told this is going to be the monetization process moving forward they took the feedback from the first game being that um you know season passes and dlc fracture communities and i guess given that battlefront 2015 didn't have the best start out of the gate it probably isn't good to fracture your already fractured community Um, and that's not a problem unique to battlefront obviously and i hope that it leads to changes for the battlefield series and things like that not my god not for loot crate microtransactions fucking hell but for the kind of disappearing season passes right Hmm. because fucked yeah but you know i think like a lot of people as soon as they announced there was going to be no season pass with um battlefront 2 uh the jaded minds go to well how are they going to make their money and then that goes to microtransactions and then yeah lucrates i think joby even we talked way back when on the podcast i believe about how we would be willing to spend five or ten bucks on some sweet you know skin for darth maul or, darth yeah. Vader or something like that and I certainly still stand by that. Like, I would love that if they funded it through cosmetics. Strangely, that's that's one of the areas where the game is really lacking. Like, if you're coming in for some sort of cosmetic diversity angle, don't know why you would. Um, it's really lacking in terms of basic shit like uh, emotes, victory poses, and even uh, skins for the heroes. Just a, a bunch of them seem to be locked behind, like, kind of pre-order incentives and things like that. But um, when I say a bunch, I mean, like, the heroes and villains seem to have maybe one, additional option at this stage, which just seems weird, but also reeks of, you know, I don't know if you guys have heard these rumors, but there's pretty loud rumors that uh Disney and Lucasfilm are hard to work with. Yeah. Um just yeah. that they're very protective of their property, which, you know, on paper I don't have a problem with. Um but I guess when it comes to monetizing a game that doesn't have a season pass in, and you don't have a cosmetic option, well, whew, you're really only left with gameplay impacting stuff, and that's obviously the, the route that they've chosen. Yep. Which leads to the giant clusterfuck of the fact that, um, you know, progression is tied to loot crates, and when you can pay for loot crates, it's really hard to argue against it being pay-to-win, except for the news today. Um, Luke, have you already talked about it? You're saying no, that for the end.
0: We, we, we dragged you in just to just Star Wars talk.
2: Well, do yeah. the, you, you want to do a little news thing, Luke? Because you got me on Twitter. I want to steal your thunder.
0: No, no, that, that's fine. Um, we, we could talk about the game overall and, and talk about that as well. But, like, the reports coming out are saying that in order to, I guess, get all the unlocks, we're talking about four and a half thousand hours worth of gameplay. Um, since then, DICE has sort of come out and said, oh, well, our internal investigation has said it's a lot less than that, but... Okay, whatever. Four and a half thousand is still a lot of time. Um, and then there's been also backlash about uh, talking about, you know, how many points you get for doing the campaign and then um, getting unlocks and then having that tied to heroes, which you may not even have unlocked at the moment. Um, pre-order bonuses, which is something that you sent me a video before yeah. you unboxing your pre-order. Uh, you know, you've pre-ordered this game. You get this amount of crates and then you unlocking them and then being all like purple tiered stuff like a lot of purple tier stuff um which again this isn't cosmetic stuff this is tied to abilities and cooldowns and and weapons and items and that sort of stuff um so all these things are sort of rolling out and then about two hours ago exactly i think the game's out today right um, yeah, the game went officially. live today. It's launched without crystals in the game. Um, you can't buy crystals anymore. So the crystals is a main uh, currency that you use to purchase items with. And EA, or was it DICE that came out with that statement? I think it was EA. Ooh, I don't
2: know. Not 100% on that one. It was on
0: the EA blog. It was the EA Star have- Wars page. They've come out and said that they've halted in-game purchases. Um, they're going to spend time adjusting and balancing the crystals and they're currently offline, so you won't be able to earn them in multiplayer. Uh or sorry, you won't be able to buy them in multiplayer. Um and that's from the general manager at DICE, that statement.
2: So, right. That's where so we're at, at I- the moment. <laughs> I think that's actually a really good move and a strong move. I think if you tie it to what has been said on Reddit, but as far as I'm aware, has not been said officially on a blog yet, although it was said by someone from dice in on Reddit, um, they're going to do improvements to their matchmaking. When I interviewed them at the review event, I asked specifically what was taken into account for matchmaking. And I was told region and skill. And I asked, well, what about star cards? And they said, not really. So they've, uh, they've changed their minds on that one in a very short period of time. And apparently they're going to take into account star So that if that's true, then that's good, but it'll be very it's easy to balance. tell. Well, It relies on a big enough community for you to be able to take that into account. I mean, I'm sure, as you guys know from playing games that aren't particularly popular, um, it it starts ideally with ticking every box. Like, hey, you know, our matchmaking takes into account these 20 things. And then if it can't match all of those, it very quickly starts ditching them until basically you get down to players. And that, I mean, you'd hope that region is second last. But when I was playing the original Battlefront, not long after launch, I was being matched to international servers because nobody in Australia was playing it on PC, like fucking nobody. And I knew that it was international because I would get into chat and I would ask, and I would also use the funky little netgraph feature that told me my latency, which is strangely missing from battlefront two. Mm. Hmm. Good to know. And, and you know, this whole idea of um, like features that were part of the original game that aren't, part of this anymore like arcade mode uh it doesn't have online co-op anymore it doesn't have an online ability to fight against each other anymore it's just couch co-op or solo and if you're on pc well you know fuck you play by yourself and arcade is woeful by the way Uh, and the fact that it doesn't have the option to for a single fucking starfighter mission is embarrassing because They're saying, we want you to play uh, Starfighter Assault. Like, it's one of the big new modes. It is a lot better than Fighter Squadron. It's probably the best mode in the game, Um, you know, minus some design problems with the balancing related to star cards ironically but um but there's no way to practice online offline unless you do this sort of campaign missions if you want to replay certain campaign missions you get to fly but only in specific starfighters not in your choice of starfighter with your choice of star card abilities and so there's no real way to train except for going online. Uh, which is never good, especially when they... I mean, you guys were at the single-player event, and they talked about the single-player experience being uh, built upon multiplayer experiences and gameplay moments and things like that. So with the idea being, basically, they want you to go online afterwards. In fact, when you finish the campaign, you'll be met with the very strange text, Aiden Versio's journey continues in multiplayer. It doesn't. That's a fucking lie. Um, I mean, you can pay to unlock her with in-game credits and play as her but i don't think that counts as her journey because to me journey at the end of a campaign implies story and uh there ain't no story online it's just you know sort of little bits of context and then you battle it out but um look i think it's it's a fun game like there is a really quite a good game underneath some really terrible decisions, obviously the loot crates. um, But within that, and what a lot of press haven't been talking about, and I think to be fair, it's because they don't understand it. And I think they don't understand it because, you know, they deliberately didn't talk about it, especially at this review event, you had to go looking for it, is that your class level is determined by your star cards. So we get caught up in this really stupid fucking loop of everything going back to loot crates. Because they said, well, you don't have to pay money for loot crates, and right now you can't. But you're ultimately, like, if you play one class, like I prefer to play assault, pretty much exclusively um that counts towards nothing my time playing my success as you know in that role counts towards nothing towards progressing that class all it does is if it leads to a victory i might get a few more credits that i can then spend on loot crates cross my fingers hope that i get an assault star card that i could then use to uh, unlock additional customizable star card slots, of which there's up to three, but they are one is unlocked by default, the second is unlocked at rank five for the class, and the third is unlocked at rank 10 for the class. Um, and so you're hoping basically just to earn enough credits to roll the dice to progress something. So, that, like this whole idea that they wanted you to feel a sense of progression doesn't make sense. In terms of the classes, it it doesn't make sense in terms of anything because any Mm -hmm. role that you play, the playtime doesn't count. It doesn't count towards leveling up. I mean, it counts towards your overall rank, and they do have some of the star card upgrades, or all the star card upgrades are locked behind an artificial gate that includes your total level, which you do rank up by playing the game, and your class level. Except the problem is if you uh, open a deluxe edition crate, the... video that um, Luke was referencing earlier, which I'll put online. You guys can all check it out as well. Um, You'll see that I got a whole bunch of purples, and I can immediately assign those. They're not locked behind any sort of gameplay thing. I get them. I've got them. They're mine. So this whole idea that, oh, yeah, but you're going to have to work and use these spare parts to upgrade your cards is bullshit, because if you're lucky or if you purchase a deluxe edition, you're already fucking you're already there you've already got you're amazing set. stuff yeah and what was it what was the one you said because uh, I didn't even pay that close attention to it because I had a two minute limit on recording the video because of fucking Xbox but what was it Darth Maul or Kylo, Kylo Ren? Ren Kylo yeah. Ren
1: your Kylo, like, in the video your Kylo Ren is fucking like ready to rock he's like, just all perps all, like all level 4 purple whatever the fucks he's, he's perfect he's yeah, yeah he's, so- he's basically
2: the best he could be Pretty, which is really particularly bad um, for the heroes and the starfighters because there's two types of star cards um, for the troopers being active abilities and there's a little bit of balancing within that system, which is good, meaning that you can't just go, I want to have three different types of grenade and I'm going to sc- spread them across my three ability things and I'm just going to become this grenade magnet. So every grenade is on a certain slot and and certain abilities have been balanced to specific slots. So if you want one... You have to sacrifice another one. Very cool. When you go to the starfighters, uh, it's all just passive abilities. So all of the roles are fixed. If you've in a you know if you're in a bomber and you just go, hey, I want to be that guy that gets to the objective the fastest, so I want to put an afterburner on my ship. You know, I want to fucking I don't know, put all the rockets on or whatever. You can't. Like your actual active abilities are fixed. You cannot customize beyond using star cards that. Influence the base stats associated with that starfighter class. So you really are locked into that role. And it doesn't seem to be a very logical decision behind it. And it also seems to be kind of misleading because they've said in the whole lead-up that you get to personalize your heroes, your starfighters, your hero ships, and all this stuff. And the only sort of personalization options you have are these passive abilities that upset the balance of the game because you don't touch the damage output and the damage you take right? Like isn't that the golden rule with these sorts of abilities? As soon as you touch damage either taken or given, you're upsetting the balance mm-hmm. and yep. you're coming yep. down to this whole thing that if your matchmaking system works, let's just assume everyone is playing Star Wars Battlefront, your matchmaking system works and it's so intricate that it even includes putting people of the same skill level together but then it yep. doesn't take into account star cards properly um, in a fair fight the person with the better star cards wins And that's always going to be the problem. They're not trying to say it's a fucking tournament-level competitive-grade game, and it isn't. Um, But what they've done is they've created a game that's kind of, in some respects, less casual than the last one. They very much wanted to make uh, an accessible casual game in the first one. Whatever, I do not give a shit about that. That's fine. Uh, But for this one, it's not a hardcore game. It's not, you know, sort of tournament-level. It's not high-skill ceiling or anything like that. Um, but it's also not super accessible because it's Battle Point's scoring system, which lets you unlock uh, additional little perks like heroes and things when you play the game. Um, Battle Points, in its current state, rewards you more for kill farming or taking on AI or playing anti-objective, anti-team almost, um, than it does playing the objective. And, And then there's no VoIP anyway, so you can't communicate with the people in your ad hoc squad, the people in your team. And if you have partied up with someone, you're not guaranteed to spawn with them straight away, despite what Criterion told me at fucking Gamescom, by the way, saying, of course you'd be able to spawn with your buddy. Um, that was bullshit. And uh, apparently they've now taken that note and they're going to work on it. Like, how did you not know this coming out that, that people want, if they partied up, they want to spawn together. Like what a fucking joke. <laughs> so it's, I mean, massive rant side it's not just the loot crates tied to progression. There's all these, like these lots of little uh design decisions that aren't just weird. They're like, I love talking about, Dice's, you know, uh, kind of approach to team-based games and how they can turn a public server into incentivizing people to play the objective. And if you play a game of Battlefield 1, you can have zero kills, 49 deaths, but you can still be at the top because you played the objective because you dished out the health, the bullets, whatever. Like, you were a team player and they reward you for that and everyone gets to see you rewarded for that. And it shows all those dicks chasing kills and not playing the objective that they're like, holy shit, if I want to be at the top, i got to do this. Genius, and for some reason, that's all gone out the window. Yeah, yeah, fucking hell. Four and a half thousand votes again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, they Man, sure fucked this
2: up.
1: They fucked it up hardcore. I, I want to go back to the fucking the announcement that they're removing like crystals and stuff. Yeah, I want to read it out. I want to read it out. As we approach the worldwide launch it's clear that many of you feel there are still challenges in the in the design. We've heard the concerns about potentially giving players unfair advantages and we've heard that this is overshadowing an otherwise great game. This was never our intention. Sorry we didn't get this right. What their intention wasn't was, it, was this was never our attention. Is referring to the last sentence. We have heard that this is overshadowing an otherwise great game. That's that is what they're in. That they didn't have the intention for it to overshadow the game, and that is what they're sorry that they didn't get right. That it overshadowed their game. They are not sorry that they've implemented what is ultimately a blatant pay to win system, they are sorry. That is overshadowed the launch. Yeah,
0: and we hear you loud and clear.
1: So we're turning off all in-game purchases. We'll now spend more time listening, adjusting, balancing, and tuning. This means that the option to purchase crystals in the game is now offline, and all progression will be earned through gameplay. The ability to purchase crystals in-game will become available at a later date. Only after we've made changes to the game. We'll share more details as we work through this. So they're definitely putting po- uh, crystals back in. It yeah. is 100% a part of the game. They're just removing it for now until it all blows over. Like, this, that is it's one of the worst apologies I've ever seen, to be honest. It's a complete non-apology, in my it's, opinion.
2: It's the, um, I'm sorry that I burnt your house down and that made you feel bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, yeah. I'm sorry, I burnt the house down.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry you're offended by what I had to say. You know, like uh, yeah. not sorry that I said that or whatever. Yeah, it's um, it's I don't know. It's ridiculous. I can't believe that they put this out there. the The idea that they didn't like you could tell it's horseshit because they always knew that, like they had to always know that that. This the way good. the internal in- economy worked was exploitative and was pay to win because there's no way that dozens of QA people haven't flagged it. QA people are fucking great at their jobs uh, generally. Uh, and, yeah, they would have seen this coming. They would have flagged it. They would have said, yeah, look, the earn rates are really bad. And someone would have said, yeah, well, that means they'll, they'll buy their way in to get shit. It was 100% deliberate. It's ridiculous. Um, but people are, I don't know, people seem to be eating it up a bit, which is lunacy to me. Uh, ridiculous. The way you describe it in your review, and uh, bear in mind that I have the game, I've got it installed on my Xbox, I have not booted it up, and I don't have it on PC, uh, and I don't care to get it on PC, to be honest. But, um, the way you've described it, it sounds like it's got way too many problems outside. Like, it sounds like it would be bad regardless of whether or not this microtransaction shit existed. It sounds like it's gorgeous. It sounds like the st- sound design is, like, perfect as always. It sounds like the Starfighter shit is actually pretty good when it's not, you know, unbalanced. Uh, but it sounds like they just cast away everything they've ever learned from Battlefield to create a game that doesn't emphasize the right sort of objective-based gameplay, uh, which is necessary in a game that has maps of this size. It's necessary in a game where, you know, you you do need to work together as a team to stop the other team from succeeding. I don't know.
2: It's... Yeah. Yeah, and, but I think um, from what I've read of the snippets and, and watched the videos of other people's reviews is that they didn't really seem to pick up on that stuff. Like, like the microtransactions and the loot crates tied to progression system was so overshadowed like the actual other problems of the game. And I think... Partially to the detriment of the game, especially because if you go to Metacritic right now, you'll see that it's in the green, um, that it's on, I think, 79 on PS4, or is that PC? Somehow it's higher on PC than fucking anything else. And I am personally offended by that because I think that fucking, if we're reviewing shit on PC, we're usually a little bit more on top of the bullshit. Like... Mm. Especially with like no fucking server browsers and and all these little things that were complaints about the first game. When I went back and did my review uh, for Battlefront Two, I went and read the last review just to see what I was complaining about in that game, and none of it has been fixed outside of depth and uh, you know more uh, solo content. It's it's like they took those two things like we need more multiplayer depth and we need some meaningful solo content, a.k.a. campaign, because arcade is not that meaningful solo content. In fact, I had more fun with the horde-based, uh, oh. so the wave kind of mode things in um, the original Battlefront than I did in the, you know, two to three minutes it takes me to knock over these laughably fucking shit arcade missions. Hmm.
0: So... They, they put a, uh, uh, like, a... A limit on how many credits you could earn in arcade as well right it was like a three hour cooldown people were upset about that
2: i think it's longer than three hours i think it's more like 12 or at least it was when i was playing um and th- another interesting thing is I, and i didn't capture it which upset me but on the first day of the review event i swear the fucking heroes were at that the new price right now because I was starting to look at like, oh, okay, that that hero is costing ten grand. Okay, oh, see, so I'll have to save up towards that. And then the next day, boom, sixty k. I'm like, okay, what the fuck? So that was a bit weird. And I'm hearing uh, that they've apparently changed like the rate that you earn stuff, so that it doesn't like it, it, the fact that they've lowered prices doesn't mean a fucking thing. <laughs> That's that, crazy. 20k to get at the end of the campaign in the crate. And by the way, I don't know why anybody else didn't really pick up on the fact that it's kind of shit that you're getting credits in a crate, um, like, at all, like that mm-hmm. amount of credits, because you're not getting them through playing the game. You, As you've said, Luke, you're not getting them through churning through arcade up to a point it stops rewarding you. Your only thing is to go online. Joby, I think on Twitter you highlighted the... the like percentage increase for domination versus some sort of mediocre win is not at all reflected in the credit gain no yeah so the you know the fact that you've finished a campaign and they give you 20k credits to me i don't even think it's cynical to say they're basically saying well you know why don't you get more get more crates you probably get more credits yeah. like fuck you <laughs> so yeah. bad yeah it's awful um yeah
1: they like they're just they're blatant about it in my opinion, and it's fucking shit,
2: yeah it really does feel like um how much how far can we take this, how much can we take the piss uh and you know we'll weather whatever bad press we get about this but but imagine if we get away with it like because, like you said, there's no way that this stuff wasn't flagged internally as problematic um. Yeah. And I would say even up to the higher levels of you know the development studios, I would reckon that they would go. They would be saying, "Please, EA, we are the faces of this. You know, we're the yeah. ones who are going to have to feel the fucking responses to this. Um, please, please, can we make changes?" And they're basically like, "No, we'll we'll see how it goes." Ah, but, oh, but it's so stupid. And I think yeah. that the, the game, like. Is gonna is gonna suffer. I think the community is gonna suffer. I think people are gonna leave in droves. I actually believe that it will probably get to a point three six months down the track where they've you know tweaked stuff and patched stuff and done enough things to kind of get it to a state that it should have been at launch before any controversy. But nobody's gonna want to come back because they would have been burnt.
0: Well, they're not. They're not going to remove the paid win stuff. It's staying in there. they because they're not doing DLC paid DLC, so they need a way to maintain it for a year and they've said in that statement that it's coming back, they're just removing it for the moment to balance it, so all they're going to do is lower some numbers and that's it
2: Well, they're reckon the game's dead, dead, eh? Yeah, it, it, yeah, my prediction is it's DOA Um,
1: Like, based, based on how poorly like, how hard it was to get a fucking game at launch for the first game, and the buzz around that one was pretty fucking positive Yeah Compared to this, I reckon, yeah. Yeah, it's it's done, eh? It's done like a dinner. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's disappointing. Um, but it's disappointing that they fucked it the way they have, not disappointing for them. yeah, for no. You know, like, it's disappointing that they have done this. Um,
2: well, they've got a sequel, you know? Like, I'm always up for a... a- Redemption story. And I mean, I guess Star Wars property more than anything is probably going to sell enough regardless to get a sequel. But anytime someone releases a kind of bit of a, you know, a mixed game where it's got some really positive stuff, but it's got plenty of room for improvement. And then you hear a sequel's coming out, it's like, oh, okay, cool. So really all they have to do is tick a few boxes uh, to address the problems of the first one. And then they're going to have a great game on their hands. And they kind of, I guess, did that at a higher level in terms of saying, well, people wanted a campaign and they wanted more depth in multiplayer. But if mm-hmm. your depth is tied to fucking randomized systems, yeah. how I don't understand like what possible fuckwit thinks that any player is going to feel a connection or a sense of progression if they haven't earned it. Because mm-hmm. you haven't if it's a dice roll. Whether you've played a 1,000 hours or 10 hours, you haven't. You've just been gifted it. Ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. Um, what I'm
1: hoping, though, that comes out of this is that, like, more of our our contemporaries or more game critics finally get some fucking idea of what pay to win is. Because I still – I've been seeing this entire week people being all like, oh, it's not pay to win. Steve. Steve uh, Wright said it in his review. The game's not pay to win, but it is pay to... I think he said it was like pay to get there fast. or something. Pay to play. To, something like that. I don't know. It's pay to win. And, I, like, hopefully we are now at a point where every t- single time there's a, a game with pay to win shit in it, like Halo 5 or whatever the fuck, I don't have to, like, go the same shit again and again. Maybe this one is big enough that, yeah. like we're fucking at a point where like it's so simple though. It's so You can tell if a game is pay to win. If two people of, of even skill walk in and one of them has shit they bought and the other one does not, who if, if the person who has shit they bought will win most of the time, then it is paid to win. That's it. Yeah. yeah and I think- in the case of Battlefront, they'll win all the time.
2: Yeah, well, the the problem is that um, it's all been obfuscated, right? Like, they've just deliberately made it muddy by – because pay to win, back when that was the dirtiest of dirty words, uh, was pretty much exclusively in the free-to-play space, right? And that's why companies like Wargaming came out and created terms like uh, free to win and shit like this. But they were pay to win at a certain point with their what um, magic bullets or whatever the fuck golden shots or whatever the fuck it was gold called. bullets yeah yeah so they had to eat some humble pie over that but like battlefield online or whatever it was battlefield 2 that online version of that free to play yep. whatever that literally became pay to win um and it's very easy no, to That was there. Battlefield
1: Heroes wasn't
2: it? No 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 oh maybe both but the other one you could uh. buy like better versions of the same gun Um, so it was very easy back then to go oh okay so this player has paid money and they have got a gameplay advantage okay but now if you get caught up in the fucking lines that you get from developers and from publishers which is always the same line just said in a different way where they go well you don't have to pay you know you can grind out content to get it and they're kind of trying to imply that it's almost like a good progression system like you know a call of duty or a battlefield or something where the more you play you're getting little rewards whether they be uh weapons or i don't know new things for your vehicles or attachments even that is a sense of progression and i like those when they're done well as long as they don't lock the best weapon behind you know prestige bullshit or the highest fucking whatever and, and the guns that you have at the beginning are, are duds in fact i would argue that Uh, Bad Company 2, a game that I fucking adore, the default weapons fell under that spell of being fucking garbage, and you needed to put up with dying quite a bit to grind out and get weapons that actually made you feel competitive, Mm. um, which is not good. So, it's almost like they've had all of these opportunities in their own camp to learn from their own mistakes that they're not the only ones who've made these mistakes, uh, but they haven't. They've like doubled down to the point where, like, Blizzard, ironically, is shitting on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: And I, I think and,
2: it's just and, like the combination
1: and, and, of and and, yeah. and 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 and. Oh my god! Like, if Blizzard, Blizzard should not be a fucking uncorking that bottle. To be honest, because they're fucking next, right? The Hearthstone community is at a point where it is like really itchy about the pay-to-win like nature of Hearthstone right now. They have not managed to balance it in a solid way to make free-to-play feel viable. It doesn't matter if it is viable because I know that people get to a fucking legend every fucking season with a free-to-play Oh, but it doesn't feel viable to never pay money into that fucking game. Uh, and they are... They, I, if I were Blizzard, I would be fucking, I would be ducking and covering. I wouldn't be fucking taking pot shots just to promo Star Wars, uh, Star Trek, uh, Starcraft rather. Starcraft. Like, <laughs> I got there in the end. Yeah. Um, yeah, like fucking. If anyone shouldn't be, it should be yeah, hiding. It should be them. It's ridiculous.
2: People who live in uh, precariously balanced loot crates shouldn't roll dice, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's really it's really stupid. You're right. They should have stayed hidden. They should be just whistling, like, around the corner, like, yep, nothing to see here. Look at those yeah. guys. But, like, like, please don't look at us. <laughs> hmm. But that, that's Silly. the
0: thing, right, is that I think this has all come to fruition. Like, EA's taken the blunt of it because this year has been the year of the loot crate. Yeah. And it's gotten to that point where I think it's been pushed way too far. Um,
1: the straw that yeah, broke just, the camel's back. It's just,
0: we've, like, we've been talking about it all yeah. year. And finally, yeah. the rest of the world has woken up. Like, just because how horrid this system is. Like, we, even Shadow of Mordor had that sort of stuff in there. And there's heaps of games that have come out the last six months that have just shoveled all this shit in there. Um, and then... You've got like, you, you've got like all these people that are complaining about games like this is Overwatch's fault basically, and, and I mm. think that that is two different examples like Overwatch, like Overwatch Dota, um, the the games that use cosmetic systems, while some of them can still be bad, they're not they're not giving players unfair advantages or they're not affecting gameplay if i want to spend money 15 bucks on a fucking on a, a book in dota then that's not going to affect anybody else um or if i want to buy 10 crates in overwatch it just makes my character look better it's not affecting the gameplay of other people um i don't think it's fair to put the blame on on games like uh Dota and, and overwatch and, and that sort of stuff um, cause th- these are two different examples. One of them is blatantly exploiting people to, to make, you know, them better at a game. And the other one is, is cosmetic stuff. You you don't have to spend any money in that game if you don't want to. Um, I, and I choose to do that stuff because I like supporting the game. Um, yeah, I, I've seen a lot of people comparing it to Overwatch or saying this is all Overwatch's fault. <laughs> I, I don't agree with that. Yeah. I think that yeah. is its fault. I think I right. think it might be,
1: yeah.
2: Didn't they I start it? it? Like, oh. didn't they start announcing the kind of uh, earnings that they make from in-game systems such as this? Like,
1: oh, uh, actually, you they- know what? It, it's probably EA itself. I mean, FIFA Ultimate Team has been around longer than Blizzard's implementation of this system has been, right? So, mm-hmm.
2: and that's randomizes it. Yeah, FIFA what Ultimate Team. FIFA EA?
1: Ultimate Team is. Uh, as
2: bad as Star Wars Battlefront has ever been. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, not as bad, not as bad, but it's pretty the, bad. You read that Kotaku piece about that cancelled Star Wars game, right? Yeah. Because that, I mean, maybe I'm remembering it incorrectly, but they, they had a someone was talking about the executives saying, what is the equivalent of the FIFA Ultimate Team mechanic in this game? Because that makes a billion dollars for us every year. I'm like, whoa.
0: <laughs> yeah. And that's why they killed that game, right? Is so they're talking about how do we get people to come back and spend money
2: well, in a single-player game. <laughs> not from that article. That article seems to suggest that that game was a clusterfuck. Um, but the problem was because there was already bad press around what was happening with Battlefront 2, and Sotolin's quotes made it sound like, hey, I'm looking how do we can put loot crates into this game in a game that was otherwise almost, like, on track, but they just mm-hmm. needed to exploit people. Whereas if you read that article, uh, it sounds like it was, like, the the development side was fucked. Like that yeah. was a mercy killing. I yeah. think that's even what one of the um one of the devs said. Uh, Which sucks, but like also you know good thank fuck that they didn't like especially after Battlefront two next year you know shoehorn something out to meet an arbitrary release date you know to coincide with the fucking Han Solo movie or whatever. Um, that just ends up being a steaming pile of shit. Yeah. And also not good, you know, if you've got a ten year exclusive uh agreement to make bigger games, uh bigger Star Wars games, you kind of want to release good ones, I guess, especially if you're hoping to extend beyond that ten years. I wouldn't be surprised if EA doesn't like doesn't extend. I mean, in that way. Like, even if they get the option to, I wouldn't be surprised if they said no, because just reading between the lines of, like, uh, cosmetic stuff mainly. Like, how is it that this game is not filled with shitloads of cosmetic options? Like like you said, Luke, if can't. it, I think, yeah, but I think the right way to do it Uh, The right way to do loot crates, even though if you go and read some of the articles that I've written and the experts I've talked to, psychologists, about um, cosmetic stuff, it's still – there's a certain type of person that loves cosmetics as much as we rally against gameplay impacting things being in loot crates. These people – love to have the shiniest thing and if the only way they can get them is by playing the game or paying for a randomized chance at getting it it has much the same effect on that personality like but for me someone like you luke someone like you Job, who is more about like i you know i play PUBG in my underwear yeah both thoroughly and as the avatar so (laughs) i don't Shit about getting the fancy fucking yellow banana man coat and shit like that. So it's not, it doesn't speak to me. And I would rather PUBG last for 5, 10, 20 years, like uh, Mr. P- Brendan Green has suggested he would like the game to last for, funded by that sort of cosmetic microtransaction loot crate stuff, if it makes money. And plus, there's an economy around it as well that they make money out of. Then you know, every three months that, like, or they do what? Um, Ark, Ark Survival Evolved or whatever did. Was that the yeah. one, Joby, Where they had like two or three spin spin-off games? They were yeah. trying to push people before they even got the fucking main game out of early access. Like fuck you, that right. is some bullshit. Uh, so yeah, I'm all about uh, about that. But like, it, it begs the question: either either you know EA or Dice or Criterion are the biggest idiots in the world and mm. didn't think about doing a cosmetic option, or they weren't able. to to do a cosmetic option. I
1: guarantee you they're not able to. I mean, it, you could see it. Uh, yeah. you could. I think it was It was really... The picture was painted in that Kotaku article about the death of the visceral Star Wars yeah. game. Yeah. Where every single change not only had to go through Hennig, but also had to go through, like, Star Wars creative. It had to go through all these different layers uh, anytime they wanted to change anything. So yeah i think it's it's definitely one of those things where they just they just can't which is crazy like disney shouldn't should allow fucking whatever right that i don't think protecting the image of star wars is actually that paramount because to a lot of people like people adapt star wars to be what they want it to be about like yeah I don't, know. I,
2: don't, I don't think it's forward thinking because if they're protecting the literal image of Star Wars, okay. um, well, look at all this bad press that's coming out about a Star Wars product that has their thumbs up that is a officially a canonized story in the mm-hmm. lead up to their big Star Wars movie. Like, you've got to assume that that's worse yeah. than... A, like, I'm not saying... Like, some people have suggested... That they should do all this crazy stuff, like you should be able to have like a fucking samurai, you know, version of Darth Vader, which they've released toys of that and stuff before. Which fuck, as cool as that would be, um, And I guess Darth Vader is a little harder. Probably not the best example, but for anybody else that's not a stormtrooper or Darth Vader, they've had multiple little costume options and changes. Like Darth Maul, if you watched the Clone Wars, uh, apparently survived his fight with Obi Wan. Spoilers, yeah, and uh, so horrible, had. Man. Yeah, had mechanical legs, but he had, like, spider legs at some stage, and then he had just normal mechanical legs after that, and he, he, you know, had, like, a shirtless version when he's fighting, and he's got all these, like, sick tattoos that extend all over his body. Um, Like, that has all been officially... That's all official canon looks for characters. So you could have feasibly had four, five, six, I don't know, ten, whatever, different cosmetic options, or or let people mix and match. So... Mm. Or even like little things like let people personalize the ship somehow, whether that's, you know, adding your little logo on the side or I don't know. But they clearly didn't want to touch that, which is sad. Is really yeah. sad. Because if you want a personalize Star Wars experience, then my Stormtrooper looks exactly the same as yours. And, how even the th- original Battlefront, you could, like, pick the alien race of the characters you were playing. Like, you could be, like, obviously different human kinds, but there was also, like, four, five, six different alien races you could be for the Rebels. And the Imperials had different options of, you know, like Sand Troopers and Snow Troopers and Helmet, No Helmet, all that sort of stuff. And for some reason, that's now gone.
1: Yeah. I, I Like, to me, I reckon the... The craziest thing is, like, properly Star Wars is one game, one product where I would actually properly like be about buying that shit on mass. You know, like I would be fucking so down. Uh, like, even just to get Django Fett instead of Boba or something like. That. I don't really like Django fat that much, but I'd still get in. You know, that's how crazy the whole cosmetic concept is to me
2: especially when it's like set up for that you know you've got your end of round you know pimping of the people who've hit the best metrics and which are also stupid but um you know most kills mvp all that stuff you're there standing in your super sweet pimped out django Fat version of boba fed or whatever and that creates envy for the entire server who then want to go buy it like mm-hmm. I, I don't know how else to write this check for you ea or disney or whatever but yeah. like that shit sells stuff right or even coming up against them in battle going whoa who the fuck is that who's this new? oh shit that's awesome like that's what creates envy um seeing it and experiencing and that's what leads to sales but yeah just uh, fucking it just seems like either incredibly retarded or uh, yeah they've been shut down and they're like yeah you can't do that this looks this way and that's it mm-hmm. yep
0: yeah, it's not been a good year for EA, <laughs> like or a couple of years. I think they've. Re- I feel like they've released two good games of the last two years, two or three years. Um, like even this this year's been fucking terrible. With Need for Speed Payback was out. Was it last week or this week? Nobody got a copy of that um, for review until the last minute. Andromeda shit the bed. That was terrible. It had um you know, issues with the story and, and gameplay. You had, what else was there? Mirror's Ed Catalyst. I think you
2: like that, Nate, but you're weird. Um. I <laughs> thought that it was a good idea, but I foresaw <laughs> saw it having, like, big problems because they locked your base abilities from the first game behind a progression system that where you, you had no reason to unlock anything but those base skills, and then everything else was, like, really shit. Like, yeah. not like, oh, you know, like, one of the far cry three or four or something it just had like five things that you wanted and everything else was terrible so you already knew your progress path whereas a really good skill tree system in my opinion makes you go oh shit which one do i want oh fuck if i want to get that one i've got to save up for that assassins Assassins
1: does it the new assassins does this yes does so well i'm like this is so fucked i obviously i want to have a pet (laughs) Animal, but
2: oh man, all the but that's what you want—bow
0: right? and arrows. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah.
2: right. Like, yeah, let's put a skill tree and say I want these three things, and everything else is clearly garbage. Then your yep. skill tree, what, why, why did you include it? <laughs> yep. Anyway sorry. So, Mirror's Edge Catalyst was okay, but flawed.
0: Yeah, well, like they sent out, uh, like Titanfall. I guess one answer they sent out to die each time. Uh, I guess we'll talk about that more a bit later with respawn. Being bought by EA, um, yeah. but I like Battlef- Battlefield One is a, a really good game. Uh, like I'm talking about like mainstream AAA games, not the sport like sports stuff. Is NBA Live's mm-hmm. always been shit. FIFA and Madden make their money, do what um, they do yeah. every year. But the AAA stuff just hasn't been there for a couple of years now. I feel like they're just not doing much with it. Yeah, um, you know they do their Battlefield every two or three years and that, that sells but where where is all the other stuff like what's Anthem gonna look like are they looking it's, at Battlefront and being like oh shit
1: there's <laughs> um, no reason to believe that Anthem won't have pay to win shit now in my opinion they're gonna try they're gonna tweak it they're gonna use Battlefront 2 now that it's obviously dead they're gonna use it to work out where the line is and that's where Anthem will sit 100% in my opinion you reckon I think you so. don't
2: think that every press question for every EA game that comes out for the foreseeable future will have microtransactions tied to loot crates because of Battlefront? Like, that will be the easiest way to ask that question. And they will want to answer it because everyone will be fucking asking it? Uh, yeah, like, I, they might,
1: but I, you know, they'll just change shit at the last second or whatever the fuck i mean you reviewed a different game to what is launching today nate like uh, clearly that's not a problem right yeah what am i saying
2: i'm not going to defend them anymore <laughs> like I'm, I'm too clearly too hopeful i think anthem looks sick i think anthem's going to look to destiny um for how it wants to monetize and the hopeful part of me wishes that they would look at the shortcomings of not just their own you know of products being Battlefront and whatnot, but the competition to say, what are people getting really pissy about? Let's not do that. Like, why doesn't everyone just look at Siege? It's like they've, they've gone, Oh, if only there was a solution to this problem. And there's just Siege in the background going, Hey guys, Hey, we got it. Yeah. We did it. We nailed it a long time ago. And yep. our game had a rocky fucking launch yeah. and then a rocky next few months, and then it you know went through peaks and troughs of uh, mass cheating, mass exodus, and then they did Operation Health, broke more than it fixed, but consistently player base moves up. And it's mm. still yeah. making money off of it. Is it still making money? It, exactly.
0: It, it's got like, like, you can say that that is sort of pay to win, like you've got operators and stuff that are tied to gameplay elements, but that's more of a proge- progression system. It's there to teach you, and it's heroes. not pay to win. It's not pay to win. It's not pay to
1: win. Right. Two people even skill. One who's never paid a single dollar. One who's paid for literally everything. Going to a fucking room. Who wins? It is fucking anyone's game. Skill. the same. Yeah. Skill wins. Yeah. Exactly.
2: And so they've found a way to have both a season pass and... And microtransactions tied to cosmetics. They've also, as far as I'm aware, not so long ago, added loot crates. But the loot crates are only earnable through in-games. And they're literally there to reward the people who play the game. So you get cosmetic unlocks and you get a little loot crate every once in a while. And you get a random item that I don't even think you can buy. Maybe you can. I don't know. But maybe it unlocks things that you could buy. But anyways. It's all cosmetic. so they've, they've, they've got all of these systems that we're currently getting pissed about, but they have presented them in a way that doesn't fuck with the core cool game. So it can be done. It can be done. Mm-hmm. And it should be done. But it's, yeah, I, I just, like, this is why I think you talked about it earlier, Luke, like it's a cumulative rage, but it's also like it's not like there is a way to make this work, you fucking idiots. It's not like you're the first people to introduce this and you're just the whipping boys. Yeah. Like, Go have a look around. Pull your fucking head out of your ass. You've got a product that will sell regardless because it's got Star Wars in front of it. Yeah. So now all you have to do is the most minimum amount of effort and people will be happy um, and get your monetization right. And you can't, you can't even do that. Fucking hell. now.
1: You know, you, that actually brings up something else that's been driving me nuts this last week is all these people being like, uh, you know, games are getting, you know, games have stayed the... Same price, but they're getting more expensive to make and blah, 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 uh, et cetera, et cetera. You know, they have to do this shit. You know, at some point, gamers are going to have to grow up and realize that they have to do this shit. Fuck off. They do not have to do it this way. That's the thing. That is the fucking, that's the whole fucking point about this is that there are other ways, there are less exploitative, less disgusting ways for them to do this shit that don't, that, yeah, that don't involve, completely fucking a franchise and yeah people are saying oh you know they don't really have a choice oh games are so expensive to make you're not looking at the reality of a situation yeah i like i, I don't know. yeah they just fucking do it better do their fucking jobs better. <laughs> jesus <laughs> christ yeah,
2: yeah. I'm, I'm all about uh, playing devil's advocate and wanting to engage on that topic. In fact, I've got some articles planned around it for next month during the quiet period about, you know, Unless. let's have an honest discussion about um, microtransactions uh, and and the idea that the commercial reality is that the cost of games hasn't gone up, the cost of development has gone up, so they've got to make money somewhere. Fair enough. Like, I don't think anybody has a problem with that. Um like they used to remember when microtransactions first came out and you go read a steam review and it would just be downvoted because (laughs) microtransactions fuck you (laughs) but like it's just amazing i was mentally following the zeitgeist recently and it used to be dlc was the first dirty word right yeah and then it was season pass became the next dirty word uh and then what was after that? Microtransactions and our loot crates and our loot crates tied to microtransactions. Mm. Yep.
0: All right. Yeah. Should we leave it there then?
1: Let's leave it there.
0: We leave it, we, we've had our 20-minute conversation with Nate that's taken an hour. <laughs> yep. <laughs>
2: Nate, come that's on. Good. Please. It's, it's classic Nate. Classic Nate. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. We might let you go then because uh, you're a busy man. Thank you. Um, before you go. Peace out, Nate. Thanks for joining us. No, you can't just leave like that. Have you seen Justice Sorry. League yet? Yes. Oh, okay. Because we're going to talk about that later. Did you like it? Yeah. Oh, like is the right word. Crazy person. All right. Never mind. You can get leave then. Fuck you. All okay. right. No. Good luck with that one. <laughs> I'll have Joby. to yell at
2: the later. Oh, my Lord. We, well, I'll yell at you. Oh, I'm not going to yell at you. It's, it's, it's an average, above average movie. That's it. It is, it yes, is below average, and we'll talk about it later.
0: Shut <laughs> it up, Spider-Man lover. Three out of five. Yeah.
2: <laughs> three out of five. What?
1: Yep. No. That's what it is. That's, it's a three out of five.
0: I gave it a two, I think. or one and a yeah. half. Out of no. ten.
1: You're, of you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: All, right, All right. I'm, I'm out. out. All right. Thanks, mate. Cool. All right. So uh, should we talk about EA buying Respawn then? Yeah, sure. (laughs) They bought bought Respawn. They bought Respawn for half a billion dollars. The best part about this is
1: there were strong rumors, strong rumors uh, that um, Nexon were in talks to buy Respawn. So clearly Respawn were for sale. Yep. Uh, And EA got in there with the half billion dollar bid. Uh, and yeah, made the purchase. Um, I don't really know what to think about this. I guess they've got their Star Wars game coming out eventually. Right. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to to do with this information to I, be I've, honest.
0: To me, it feels like they've, they've released Titan for one or two. They, they got fucked, as I said before, both times on that release. They, like EA sent that out to die. Uh, I think that uh, uh, Vince Pella and Jason uh, Jason Ward um, are done. That they they want they want to do something else, and so they're trying to sell the company. They'll they'll stick around for a year or whatever the contract says, yep. and then they'll bail. Yeah, that's that's my feelings on it. they'll they'll push out Titanfall three or whatever whatever the. You know they're slated to make, and and they they go they they disappear after that they'll do what uh, the the doctors did with BioWare, yeah,
1: go make beer, yeah, yeah <laughs> go brew some beer, that's it, um, <laughs> yeah I I don't know I don't know what's going to happen here uh, obviously it's very easy to be pessimistic uh, because EA just recently shut down Visceral but uh, I think Respawn has a pretty good uh like understanding of how they need to work uh and you know they've been through the meat grinder before uh back at you know back when they were Infinity Ward um so i think they they have you know it's it's provided they're still allowed a decent amount of autonomy as a studio provided they're not yanked across to help with whatever the fuck uh is falling apart at EA this week uh, I think respawn should actually come out the other side like looking pretty good uh, and that's that's my hope because they do make some good games uh, and like they're obviously uh, really like really on on point with what people want out of fucking shooter you know I, I remember saying that Titan 4 would herald in a Bunch of high mobility shooters, and it's exactly what it did. You know, mm. uh, time for two was left literally sent out to die, Uh, and it still managed to make a bit of a splash, which I think is more than anyone could have expected.
0: Yeah, man. That's so I think
1: respawn is know. is extremely capable. Uh, they're an extremely capable dev studio and yeah, they should be able to like come out of this looking pretty good. Uh, and yeah, hopefully they too. Uh, that, that's about it. I don't know. I don't really buy into the, uh, the, the cynicism or the pessimism about what EA does to studios. Uh, because, you know, I think eventually you look behind the scenes and uh, there's always some extra stuff going on that helps kill parts of these studios mm. um but yeah
0: yeah um just to correct that it was jason west not jason west jason, not jason ward. ward you said yeah. ward yeah i read an article earlier earlier that said pretty sure it said jason ward <laughs> right um yeah so vince sampler and jason west yeah like the call of duty guys they've got it they they could if they wanted to do go start another studio and pop up somewhere else yeah like somebody would take those guys on yeah I agree. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. What else we got? Video game awards nominees. The video game video? awards, the yearly video game awards, they used to be called something else, the VGAs. Yeah. What are they called now? The Game Awards. Game Awards. <laughs> this is the Game Awards. Um what did you want to talk about with this one?
1: Uh I guess they the were Game announced. Awards. Yeah, <laughs> every, we do go through them
0: it's, every year. We talk about them. it is a I, tradition. It's tradition. I mean, I, I know I, I started reporting on these. Wow, what eight years ago, something like that. When they, when I first started started getting into writing, it's crazy. They've been going on for a while. can't anyone that anyone that doesn't know, uh, no, not yet. But I'll find it. Anyone that doesn't that. know the, the Game Awards are hosted by uh, Jeff Keeley. Um, he's been doing it for a really long time. Uh, they're like a celebration of all the games that come out each each year and they get a bunch of publications to nominate and vote for um, the best games of the year uh, I believe this year there are about 57
1: ludicrous publications involved and like just a crazy amount of categories yeah they've added more categories this year as well they have and we going to go through them all right now okay they've refined some we're going to do it Uh, let's do it. Um, yeah. So they, they basically, and then they highlight, they broadcast the awards and, uh, use it as an opportunity to uh, advertise endlessly at you. Um, which I'm, I've never been a fan (laughs)
0: Look, back when it was on TV, you needed a way to make money off this stuff. Right. And they still do. Um, and I think they do a better job each year as it goes along by by having actual awards as opposed to world-exclusive, world-premier uh, trailers. But, True. The, yeah, they, they, they've still got to make money somehow, so I can understand it. And the, the guy is definitely... He cops a lot of shit, like Jeff Keighley, but he is very passionate about what he does. He um, is, and that's awesome. Yeah. All right, you can go. You got the list? I do. All right, where are I'll we start, starting? We'll start from the bottom will go up. okay. Are you on the awards page? Where are you looking at this from? Just so we're on, on the, the same.
1: Link. Yeah, on the awards page. I'm looking at best Chinese game.
0: <laughs> right, we're Well being an expert on Chinese games, Job. Of I course. Will tell uh, you the gum balls-
1: <laughs> Gumballs, yeah, it looks good. Um Monument Valley two, JX three H D Gumballs. I see. And King of Glory, uh, I've yeah. heard of one of these
0: games. I got to actually correction. had. It's it's called it's it's actually pronounced uh, Jax Three. Oh, Jax, Jax Three, Jax Three, Jax Three, Jack and Daxter. <laughs> it's it's both of them at once. Um, yeah,
1: okay. I, uh, what is that
0: image? I can't even tell. Is that a lady? Is it a person with like
1: standing on snow? a spire or some shit? I don't know. Doesn't even have a YouTube. There's no.
0: Is this, is it supposed to have like a link to the, um... I'm not sure. trailers? Monument Valley is the only game I've ever heard of.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, anyway, um, yeah, never heard of anyone, any of them, hard pass. Um, best debut indie game presented
0: by Chick Hydro. Wait, wait, should we go through and make a list of what we think will win and what will win? And then we revi- we come back to it later? Let's do it or is, it, is is that a bad idea no let's do it okay let's do it i've I've got to
1: do this um, All right. you you're writing i'm I'm announcing games so what are we what
0: do we think is gonna win best yep yeah we do what we think is going to win and what should win yeah okay, so what do okay. we think is gonna win for best Chinese game well um anyone can vote right so I'm guessing
1: uh. Monument Valley 2 is the only thing anyone's heard of, so, yeah. It's fan-voted. This one's a fan-voted award, so, yeah, I'm going with that. Okay. And what should win? Monument Valley 2. I don't know. I haven't heard of the others, so, yeah. Um, Yep. All right, next up. Uh, best debut in indie game presented by Chick Hydro. Uh Chic Hydro, the only razor that I use on my Scrotum. Uh, Slime Rancher. <laughs> Mr. Shifty. Hollow Knight. Golf Story and Cuphead. What do you think is gonna win? Uh, battlegrounds. No, it didn't make the didn't make the list. Yeah, that's fucking ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Uh, Cuphead will win. Hollow Knight should win. That's my pitch. What do you reckon?
0: Uh, yeah, I also think Cuphead will win. Um, I've only played Cuphead, so. All right, Hollow Knight should. That's what we're going with. Um, all right, so we got to do, oh, shit, we got to break this down now. What what we think will win, Job. Oh, okay. And then we'll break it down to, to me as well, because obviously we're going to have different opinions for some of these, I would say.
1: Sure, sure, um, sure, 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 sure. So sure.
0: this is best in the game, yeah. Um, so yeah, I was involved in some of this voting. Uh, Survivor got a a, uh, a placeholder in the voting process. Um, so yeah, I've been through a lot of these games, and there's like different steps. We a couple of months, maybe about a month ago, month and a half ago, we went through and um, submitted games that we thought should be in these categories. Um, and I guess this, this is the uh, combination of all the publications coming together and then getting those games. So we, we submitted, I think it was five for each category. Um, and they've taken the most from that and then put them into this part here. So I'm pretty sure I tried to get PUBG in this section, but I don't know what's happened there. Uh, maybe they <laughs> also talking to Brendan Green. He doesn't think he's an independent game developer. Um, right but so that's right. yeah I don't I think they still are they're, they're, yep. they're not a publicly traded company right no so yeah yeah yep all right next
1: best esports team we have Team Liquid mm-hmm. SK Telecom 1 what uh Lunatic High uh FaZe Clan and Cloud9 uh who do you think will win
0: um I think Cloud9 will win. Okay. Mainly because they're a... Are they a US team? Uh, Sometimes. (laughs) Let me just check quickly. I thought they were a US-owned team. Team Liquid. Nah, Team Liquid, a European team. Sometimes. Yeah, Cloud9 is the American team, I feel like. Right. So is FaZe. FaZe is American,
1: isn't it? I don't know. Who pays attention to where people... The shit's from. I know Lunatic High is South Korea. SK Telecom's South Korea. Um, you think Cloud9 going to win? What, what if Cloud9 won? What if they won? Yeah. This year. I don't know. Not- they didn't win Worlds. They wouldn't win International. They didn't win the... Yeah, they I, didn't I feel shit. like they're a
0: name, right? They're... When people, Lunatic High overwatch. won the
1: Overwatch World Cup. SK Telecom lost in the yeah. League of Legends Worlds. Yeah, Team don't, Liquid don't won. Don't, yeah. You think
0: you're too much into this? Oh, okay. This is this is a popularity vote.
1: Fair enough. That's, then phase this works. <laughs> then FaZe will win. FaZe will win. Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
0: Okay, I write you down for FaZe.
1: All right, and who should win? Team Liquid. Thank you. Good way. Moving on. Um. What what do you got?
0: Yeah, I I also think Liquid. Uh, I I would like to see Liquid win. Yep. Uh, Okay.
1: Best eSports player presented by Omen by HP. Omen. If it's not Omen, don't stick it in your hymen. Um, Kuroki Saleh... I can never say his name. Um, Kuroki from Team Liquid uh, Raijiong from, uh, Seoul dynasty overwatch. Uh, he's, uh, from the South Korean overwatch team. Uh, Nico from phase Clan counter strike cold Zera from SK gaming counter strike and faker from, uh, SK telecom SKT. Um, who do you think will win? Um,
0: American- who's the American person? None of them are. Uh, uh- Good one, Marcelo David. Uh, Is he American?
1: uh, Faze, Faze probably no, he's not. Um, Faze probably like again. Faze has such a like amazing online presence that would probably take it out. I'd say sorry,
0: the Overwatch guy, right? They fucking love Overwatch.
1: Maybe, maybe. Uh, He's. I don't think he. I don't know. He's amazing, but I don't think he was the best pick from the South Korean team. Um, I'm going to go with. I reckon Faker will win. Fake
0: it. Is. Yep. Yep. Okay. I will go with that. I've heard that name before. And I don't watch. Uh... Did he used to play StarCraft?
1: Oh, I don't know. <laughs> and uh, I reckon Cold Zero should win. What? Yep.
0: Who's Cold Zero?
1: Cold Zero. Zero. He's a Counter-Strike player. He's amazing. I love watching him. I'm a huge fanboy. Fuck you. Um, most of the time when, when the... Uh, IGN highlights Story I do is late It's because yeah. I fell down a hole of watching Cold Zero highlights um, Best esports game Oh hang on what was your vote for who should win Kuro I guess Yeah
0: oh so we fucked this up What will win And what we think will win
1: How have you fucked this up we went over this
0: Yeah I feel like uh, Yeah I feel like Kuroki should win
1: Alright Write it down uh, next up best esports game. Uh we have Rocket League, League of Legends, Dota 2, Counter-Strike Glo- Global Offensive and Blizzard's game that isn't a real esport.
0: Um Overwatch. What do you reckon? Yeah, Overwatch.
1: You reckon Overwatch will win?
0: Yeah, it's the most mainstream. It I mean, is it pretty it. Ro- Rocket, like that's the game people talking about these days even though it's not an esport. What's I'm it? going Rocket Sorry, League will win. C- e-sport.
1: I'm going for Rocket League will win and I'm going for Rocket League should win. You're going Overwatch watch and what's your should win?
0: Oh it's over, obviously.
1: <laughs> oh. No. Fair enough. Oh, trendy gamer. This is my favorite. Uh, we have Steven Spon, Mike Grzitsk, Guy Beam, Clint Lexa. Andrea Rene. Yep. Reen? I don't know. Uh, fucking roll some dice. I don't know who any of these people are, so I'm going to skip.
0: Uh, is one of the people that I put in there that didn't get nominated. Um, so the three people I voted for was Shroud, Summit, and Dr. Disrespect. Um, I think you Dr. Fucking- Disrespect is going to take it. Easy, okay. hands down. Uh, yeah, okay, fine. Um, he's easily like the face of streaming at the moment. Um, yeah, I think that he's got this one extremely easy. I just Uh, don't care at all. Uh, best shooting game. Yeah,
1: basically, uh, best shooting game. This one, I don't really want to dump on shooting games and I haven't seen any of this stuff before. So I think we should probably skip this one and maybe endeavor to have a look at them. But, uh, yeah, the, the picks are Meaning, um, Level Squared, Impulsion, Falling Sky, Hollowed, and From Light. And yeah, I'll, I'll see if I can have a look at them going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, best independent game. What? Hang on. Fucking what? Best independent game. Best sh- debut indie game. What the fuck? How the fuck are these two different character nah, categories?
0: Anyway. Best independent
1: anyway. game. Yep. Best independent game is Pyre, Night in the Woods, Cuphead, What Remains of Either Finch, and Hellblade: Senua's
0: Sacrifice. Our best debut indie game. Okay,
1: that was the other one. Yes, this one is just best indie game. Uh, I'm going to be honest. Uh, the two of these that I have played, I didn't like, but I reckon I reckon Cuphead takes this one again because cool. everyone's. Goofy for it. And the one that I think should win is Pyre. Cause it sounds cool.
0: Okay. So yep. you think Pyre should win?
1: No, th- I, yeah, should win. And Cup Head Cuphead
0: will. will. Okay. I also think Cuphead will. Um, I think What Remains of Edith Finch should win.
1: Right. Cool.
0: Next up, we got most anticipated
1: game presented by McCafe. Uh, if you want a below average coffee, head to <laughs> McCafe. Uh, we have The Last of Us Part 2, Red Dead Redemption 2, Monster Hunter World, Marvel's Spider Man, God of War. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 will win, I'm and it's what sh- in all should win. Yeah.
0: <laughs> next holy heck best be multiplayer fair, spider-man i think will be up there uh it's hard man i don't know uh, last of uh, us 2 might be as last well us too, yeah. there's some...
1: world as well has been getting really good buzz around it yeah uh, there was
0: some negativity recently about last of us i don't know how true. well it's gonna play um yeah all right next up best multiplayer Best multiplayer is... First up is PUBG
1: Ripoff. Uh, then we've got Call of Duty World War II, Splatoon 2, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Destiny 2, and Unknown's Battlegrounds.
0: Yeah. Um, so just before we keep going on this one, uh, there's been some talk about why games like uh, PUBG and uh, Fortnite are in these categories. Uh, mm-hmm. They changed the rules this year so that if games are available for public consumption... Uh, you yep. can vote for them in any form. So whether or not they're in early access um, or anything like that, if they're available to play and you can buy them, uh, you can vote for them in this category. or in all And that's categories. good. Yeah.
1: I think that's a good thing, mm-hmm. to be honest. I don't know if I've, I've uh, weighed in differently in years before, but like I well, yeah, honestly believe... Yeah. Well, yeah. We had lengthy uh, arguments about daisy but I think that like a lot of these games will like they capture the spirit. Nothing captures twenty seventeen for me more than PUBG. Absolutely. So yeah. Uh what should win um is PUBG and what I think will win is probably Destiny two or something. I've got no faith in the people voting for this shit so really? I think I'm so going with Destiny two. Reckon PUBG PUBG?
0: yeah i'll put you down for destiny
1: as think think as what i think will win not what i think should win pubg should win just to be clear yeah. anyway best sports and racing game uh,
0: sure has been a year
1: oh yeah uh, what a year uh project cars 2 pro evo soccer 2018 nba 2k 18 gt sports forza motorsport 7 and FIFA 18. I reckon FIFA 18 is probably going to win just because I think project, like the three racing car games will dilute, dilute the pool too much. Uh, NBA 2K won't win. It's, it's got too much backlash. Pro Evo uh, was it was worse than FIFA this year. So, yeah, FIFA will probably win. Uh, and I think FIFA, no, I think Project Cars 2 should win.
0: Okay. Okay. Um- I've put, uh, I, I think, Forza for both categories. I haven't played enough of the other games to, Fair enough. to have an opinion. Um, but I, I feel like Forza is a game I've heard people talking about a lot. So let's yep. get that. Yep. Um, what's up next?
1: Best strategy Best game. Best strategy game. XCON 2, War of the Chosen. Uh, Tooth and Tail, Total War Warhammer 2. Halo Wars 2, Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Fuck, this is actually a pretty good... Those first three games, are, hmm. I haven't played Tooth and Tail, but I've watched some videos and it looks fucking awesome. It's a pretty good year for strategy games. Yeah. Uh, Mario and Rabbids will win, though. Yeah, that's what I think. And being that it's the only one I've really put any time into, uh, it's the only one I can really vote for. So
0: Yeah, I think XCOM's the other one that's got a good chance. Yeah. Um, the others, Halo Wars 2, nobody gives a shit. Uh, Tooth and Tail and Total War, I, I, I feel like, are niche games that probably not many people have played. The other two, Myron Rabbit is obviously the one that uh, sticks out. Uh, but also, XCOM did review very well. So, yeah, that one's hard. What else you got? Yeah. Best Family Game.
1: Best Family Game, Splatoon 2. Sonic Mania, Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. This is sort yeah. Mario Kart eight, Super Mario Odyssey. These are literally this just best Nintendo Switch games. games. Best yeah. best Switch game, yeah. Uh Yeah, Super Mario Odyssey will win and it's probably what should win. It is the best family game. Um you
0: thoughts? Yeah, I think the same for both. Um I, what I think should win is Mario and Rabbids. I really like that yeah. game. Yeah, um, really. Yeah, no, let's go with Mario for both. I still like Mario quite a lot. I just don't know why the fuck I'm collecting anything. Best fighting game.
1: Best fighting game. We have Tekken 7, Nidhogg 2, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, Injustice 2, and ARMS. Um, I think... Uh second uh, uh, seven for both for me i oh, think okay yep. um,
0: yeah um exhibiting
1: enough. a little faith i'm exhibiting some faith in in game journeys
0: i think injustice 2 will take out both
1: fair enough yeah it was one or the that. other it's me yeah for me uh one of the other i find just too really boring to watch so so not to go with it next up best rolling role-playing game, uh, game south <laughs> rolling game best rolling game dark souls year. um best role-playing game south park the fractured butthole uh final fantasy 15 divinity original sin 2 Nier automata and persona 5 uh mm. I'm going to go with Nier for both because Nier didn't make the cuts uh, in the game of the year thing. So I think people will probably like knee jerk to make up for it. Okay. Uh, and I think it was pretty good and I want to go back and can like finish it again or finish it again.
2: Yeah.
0: I think Persona five for both. I think yeah. uh, it'll win. And I also think that uh, it deserves a win. Fair enough uh, Next up Best action
1: adventure game Uncharted Lost Legacy Assassin's Creed Origins Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild Super Mario Odyssey Horizon Zero Dawn Zelda will win and it's what should win
0: Okay Over yeah. uh, Horizon Yep All right. Wow okay I feel like you were beating the other drum a couple months back
1: couple months back yeah i've swung back around i was playing zelda again <laughs> okay, mario you got.
0: fucking love it do you
1: <laughs> And Zelda got no mario got super boring and i'm like oh, i'll play zelda again and zelda's actually pretty great so
0: yeah
1: um i think maybe i was just playing it too much of it all in one go mm. originally yeah
0: <sighs> it's a tough category man i i um all, all these games uncharted lost legacy i've played but i'm really fucking digging origins I liked Breath of the Wild. I, I really liked Horizon Zero Dawn and Odyssey is good as well. Um, pretty good year. But I'm going with Zelda as well for both of those. I think I think
2: it's... Whoa. All
1: right. Excellent. Uh, next up, best action game. Uh, we've got Prey, Neo, Destiny 2, Cuphead... And Wolfenstein 2. I think Destiny 2 will probably win. Mm -hmm. And Prey should win.
0: Prey should win. Prey should win
1: any category it's nominated in. So, yeah.
0: Um, All right. I put uh, Destiny 2 for what I think will win. Um, And what should win. I don't know about this one. I might have to go Destiny again. You think Destiny 2 should win? Yeah. That that's this is the game here that I I like the most out of all the other games. You're fucked, mate. <clears throat> you are fucked, mate. <laughs> I didn't I didn't like Wolfenstein. Or I, Prey or Neo. Or Holy pray. shit. Neo is fine. I just don't it was fine. A, like, Destiny two is terrible. You're fucked. I, I put ridiculous. a lot of time into Destiny 2
1: that doesn't make it good
0: no uh, it's not I good it's
1: just the most
0: You're the so fucked. on our list I think
1: you're so fucked holy shit you're,
0: you're not allowed to come get steak now oh.
1: you're uninvited from
0: steak damn it um, best VR oh, by the slash- way speaking about Prey I put something on my Instagram the other day I found the key ring for Prey 2 that we got at E3 oh like I 2013. saw 2013
1: yeah that's fucking yeah. nuts that is crazy mm. yep um best vr slash ar game uh super hot vr star trek ridge crew lone echo echo arena Points, and resident evil 7 biohazard i'm going resident evil for both yeah. uh i think it's it's a shoe a in to be honest and it was actually like it's just it's a game in v like it's a proper game in vr the rest of yeah. them are sort of these mini micro VR experiences and doesn't really work for me.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, I've heard good things about Star Trek though. Um, Bridge Crew, even though it's a bit short. Yeah. I'd still love to check it out. I don't have a VR unit. So um, when I do get one at some stage, if I get one, yeah, it'd be cool to check out. All right, best handheld game. This is a weird category because when we were voting for this, we were putting Switch games in here. Um, these seem to be not Switch games that I'm looking at.
1: Uh, yeah, no best handheld game. Uh, Poochie and Yoshi's Willy World, uh, Monster Hunter Stories, Metroid: Samus Returns, Ever Oasis, Fire Emblem Echoes: Shadow of Valentia. Uh, I haven't played any of them, but Poochie and Yoshi's Willy World looks fucking adorable.
0: Yeah, I'm going with that as well. Oh, is that yep. what you're going with for both? Yep. yep.
1: It's it, that is one cutest fuck screenshot. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, uh, and I, I think that the last game they did was the uh, one like that was the uh, the Bubble Guy, right?
1: The Kirby.
0: Kirby, yeah, yeah. And that that was reviewed pretty well, so yeah, it's pretty good. Well, yep. Let's go with that one.
1: All right, excellent. Best mobile game. Fire Emblem Heroes, Super Mario Run, Old Man's Journey, uh, Monument Valley Two, Hidden Folks. Uh, Hidden Folks looks like Where's Wally. Old Man's Journey I haven't heard of before, but uh, um, no. (laughs)
0: Uh,
1: I'm watching the YouTube video of it right now, and I'm getting getting nothing from this. It looks like a I don't know. Like a walkie puzzle game. Um, I'll
0: help you with this one, Joe. But put Super Mario Rundown in all the categories.
1: Nah, I don't think it should win. It's fucking $11 and it's not worth $11. So I'm going to go it? with. I thought
0: it was free.
1: I, yeah, I you got for it for free. And to, yeah, yeah, except if you wanted to go past the third level, in which oh. case it was fucking $11. Well,
0: um,
1: Fire Emblem Heroes was fucked to death by pay to win shit when I first played it. So fuck that game. I'm going to go with Hidden Folks should win cuz where's Wally shit okay. but yeah super mario run will will win um, yep all right okay next best ongoing game uh, warframe rainbow six siege overwatch grand theft auto online destiny Poo, and player unknown's battlegrounds player unknown's battlegrounds for both for me thank you and good nights uh, it's obvious no overwatch will win but oh, battlegrounds should beat it yeah,
0: um, this was a bit of a confusing category for me when I saw the the winners um, because Destiny 2 and Battlegrounds, both are games from this year, Destiny 2 hasn't even had any major updates, right? They they did the yeah. raid, which was yep. always supposed to be part of the main game, but it's not like they released any DLC. Um I believe when we submitted our nominations, we actually put the original Destiny on here as one of the games. Um, oh. So, don't know what's happened with that, but I don't agree with Destiny 2 being on this list. I also don't agree with PUBG being on this list only because um, it's not out yet. Uh, like, it's not officially out yet. They're not releasing additional content for it. They're still making the game. Um, I would have liked... I think I put a, a nod in there for something like Dota. Um, I put yep. Dota in Siege as two of the games that I put in there and I think Siege is definitely one that should win but I think Overwatch will win right fair enough by that reasoning I think it's reasonable
1: but uh I'm gonna say Battlegrounds anyway because
0: For Battlegrounds what you think should win yep and but Overwatch I Overwatch oh. will win yeah yeah yep. uh, it could be close man I think PUBG could take it as well but I don't agree with those two games being on this list yeah so yeah that's my thoughts games for impact games for impact please knock
1: on my door night in the woods life is strange before the storm bury me my love what remains of Edith Finch Hellblade Senua's sacrifice Uh, I'm gonna go life is strange will win and I haven't played these games so I don't know what should win
0: Okay, life is strange two, and uh, what what you think should win?
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go blank on that one.
0: Okay. Um, so I put what remains of Eve Finch for both because. Okay. I really liked that game, so fair enough. Let's go to the
2: next uh, one.
1: Next up, best, best performance: performance. Uh, Melina Jurgens, Hellblade. Laura Bailey, Uncharted, The Lost Legacy. Claudia Back, Black, Uncharted, The Lost Legacy. Brian Bloom, Wolfenstein 2. And Ashley Birch, Horizon, Zero Dawn. I'm going to go with Ashley Birch for both.
0: Okay, yep, same.
1: Uh, I think uh, Horizon's probably going to get done on a bunch of awards like just get pipped at a bunch of awards and this is a really easy one for them to say well Horizon got something mm-hmm. uh, and also she did a really good job so she deserves it um, best audio design Destiny 2 Hellblade and was Sacrifice Resident Evil 7 Biohazard The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild Super Mario Odyssey uh boys Resident Evil 7 should win because uh, the sound was almost as scary as the visuals and what do I think will win Mario Probably okay yeah
0: um, yeah this is a tough category best audio design I think yeah I think Resident Evil um, should. Um, but I think destiny's 2 is going to take it.
1: I don't think the audio design in Destiny 2 was that special.
0: Well, wait till we get to. No, nope, it's not up there yet. There's a category in here where I'm like, what the fuck? Anyway,
1: Destiny 2 Best score slash music Destiny 2, Cuphead, Near Automata, The Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, Super Mario Odyssey. Persona 5 Neo Automata should win And I'm gonna say Cuphead will win
0: Okay um, Yeah I put Cuphead for both
1: I don't think Cuphead should win Fuck that Neo Automata's soundtrack's fucking awesome
0: It's a great music Sort of like that jazz swinging
1: It's shit It's so fucking <laughs>
0: It's
1: It's like Just it's derivatives balls It's just pretending Best art direction Here we go Destiny 2.
0: Why? Why? Why Why isn't it here,
1: Joe? I don't know. I don't know. Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, Persona 5, Horizon, Zero Dawn. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, shit, I don't know. Zelda will probably win. I think Horizon should win because the art direction in Horizon was awesome.
0: Why is Destiny in here? Can someone explain to me why Destiny is in this group? Uh, I don't understand. They they make fucking skyboxes and that's it. Yeah, that's about it. It pretty skyboxes though. Come it's on. Skyboxes, but look, all I'm saying is go play What Remains of Edith Finch and tell me that doesn't have fucking better art.
1: Oh, okay. That's this is a, a walking simulator. A,
0: I actually put, um, what did I wrote, I wrote something on Twitter the other day. What did I write? Um. Uh, I think it's a crime that what remains of Ed Finch didn't get nominated for the best art direction for the Game Awards. I had two of the designers from that game like my post, <laughs> so that was, that was pretty funny. <laughs> um, yeah, man, that's got really good art in that game, and I can't believe it's not in there. It's insane. I think the game that will win best art is Cuphead. Um, what do I think should win? Uh, Cuphead.
1: You're crazy. Did you really like that game or something?
0: I like the art in it. Yeah. I haven't got to play. I had that, that issue with the frame frame rate issue. I don't think they fixed yep. it yet. Best narrative.
1: Best narrative. A lot of what remains here, of Edith Finch? There are fucking shitloads. And insane. I'm going to put dinner on. I was, I was hoping we'd be finished before three hours for this one. <laughs> yeah. uh, Nia Automata, Hellblade, a Sacrifice, Wolfenstein 2, Horizon, Zero Dawn. I reckon Wolfenstein 2 is going to win this and Nia Automata should win this. You?
0: Um, I think Horizon is going to win. What I think should win is What Remains of Edith Finch.
1: Of course. You love uh, that game.
0: What did you say? Neo Automata is what you want to win? Yep.
1: And Wolf will win. Yep. Okay. Again, I think Wolfenstein isn't going to get a lot of awards, but people will want it to get something. So there you go. <laughs>
0: Look, if if What Remains of Edith Finch is going to win an award, it uh, is it Best Indie. Uh, okay it's either going to be an indie or narrative award yeah fair enough yep alright
1: um, next next up best game direction Wolfenstein 2 Resident Evil 7 Biohazard <clears throat> The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild Super Mario Odyssey <clears throat> Horizon Zero Dawn uh, Zelda and Zelda yeah Zelda and Zelda for me as well Seems like an easy one. Uh, game of the Year. The Legend of Zelda. Breath of the Wild. Super Mario Odyssey. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Persona 5. Horizon Zero Dawn. Mario shouldn't be in this fucking list. Nier should be in this fucking list. Uh, Mario is not that great a game. Uh, I don't care about it at all. Like, honestly, yeah, it's just not that good. Uh, and yeah, Iron Lions should win.
0: Yep. And Zelda will win. Okay. Same for me. I think that's the same. Um, mainly because I think PUBG, it's one of those phenomenons that come around extremely rarely. rarely. It's yep. the type of game like Counter Strike, um, Dota, Team Fortress. It's um, a lot of Valve games Uh mm. Starcraft I don't know like like the games that impact the industry a lot I don't when I look at the, the rest of the games on this list there's two games on here that I think uh, are, are high impact games which is Zelda and PUBG the rest of them I'm like yeah they're good games but I don't see them changing the face of gaming in any way Zelda does a good job of um sort of implementing the rpg elements like your um you like your witcher stuff but also with puzzle elements as well whereas PUBG is a like it's it's taken a genre and created well not not necessarily created a new genre but it's it's made that genre known like people know what that is now we're going to see so many of these types of games coming out in the next couple of years and i think when we look back in 10 years from now and say what Game had the most influence or biggest impact from that list. I think PUBG is going to be the biggest one on there. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. And that's why I think I would love to see it win. Um, but I think Zelda will take it. And yep. I've seen a lot of people saying, why is PUBG on this list as well? And I think a lot of those people. Um, are not necessarily PC gamers. There are a lot of console people as well They don't understand how big this game is. It's sold over 20 million units. That's a lot. That's heaps. That's huge. We're we're talking like like Minecraft numbers, more than that. Um, Games generally don't sell that much. And for one skew, like we're talking about one platform at the moment, 20 million copies in six months for a game that's not really fully released uh yeah that is nuts it is crazy um and i don't think it's fair to say well i don't understand why this game shouldn't be recognized um well maybe take a look and see what's really going on all right that's that's a big list that's it's a big
1: list but that is it all um yeah apart from near getting dropped for mario at the end i actually don't hate that list this year uh i think there are just there are just some oh and Prey. i wish Prey was in the game of the year list if i were if i am restricted to only like going for 1.0 released games uh then Prey is my game of the year to be honest so um yeah i do think that one should have made the cut but
0: yeah again we're talking about um it's a popularity vote right like yeah. When we were putting this list together, I know for our site, not everybody's played all of the games. And yep. that's the thing, right? Is that when, when I'm putting a vote for something like PUBG in a certain category, I know that there's a lot of people else in the publication that haven't played it, mainly because it's a PC game. A lot of them don't play PC games. They'll play something else. Or when I look at um, best sports title, I have not played a lot of those sports games, but I know there's people in our team that have played a lot of sports games, so they're more informative than I am on that category. It's, But it, it does come down to, at the end of the day, what games people have played and what they sort of gravitate to, which is why we tend to see when these awards come around, it's the more mainstream-type games that get a lot of attention. Um, so, yeah, that... It's just, this isn't a definitive list of, oh, this is what everyone's going to be voting for at the end of the year. This is just, yeah, this is just the list everyone's put together and we sort of pick something and that's what you get. So, yeah. Did you have any involvement this year? No. None. None at all.
1: So, yeah, I don't know. I don't mind. Um, I would. I just would have gotten grumpy, I think, if I were involved with this. Uh because yeah obviously i'm always right so
0: yep all right so yeah game awards kick off uh december december 7th or december 8th depending on whereabouts you are in the world and they'll be streamed live on the internet and you can follow that along and see how right or wrong job and i are we'll talk about it i
1: guess we'll track we'll track how how well we did um on the podcast after it yeah uh nice all right we're doing some questions. We're going to wrap up. I literally, like, honest to God, I have to put dinner on.
0: Joe, we're going to talk about Justice League. <laughs> what is there
1: to talk about? What is you there to talk to, You wanted to talk about it. Uh, like, but it was fine. What's what's the hate about it? from uh, yeah. all the CGI. Way too much CGI. But otherwise, it was fine. I yeah. need a spoiler
0: section to talk about it. We'll go on 2 minutes. No no, we'll we'll go through everything first, we can leave it at the end. Okay, we'll do that then. All right. Yeah, three questions. questions. Questions
1: time. Questions time. Won't you answer questions of mine? Uh, cra- Krusty crusty crusty Craven. Crusty Raven. Evening to both of you gents. Today while driving from work I listen uh, finished listening to ep 394 or also known as the episode where we find out that there are some shit cunts in future known as SCs in the PAX crowd. There really are some SCs out there who don't like the way some of us talk. Well, let me help you out. I'm going to give you a word that really upset some of those SCs, but it's a word that some people like you, Job, and myself really like. You know why? We love to game, and ah, but we also love to cook some good bloody food. And do you know how we describe some of that food? You guessed it, baby. Moist.
0: Oh, that's a if good they- word.
1: It is a good word. Uh, it's a great word. Uh, love to drop moist on people. Uh, if they didn't like some of those other fantastic words that we use, they really are going to hate us now. I know this really wasn't a question, but more of a supportive statement. Some of the crap you received from the SCs in the crowd at, at the PAX panel. Who loves you, baby? This moist shit cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Happy gaming and cooking, guys. Thank you, Crusty raving. Krusty Raven that was a fantastic question uh slash message of support um firestorm writes hi guys if there was a franchise or ip that hasn't had a release from the past decade that you would like to see uh, a reboot or a remaster of what would it be and why is uh why jack and daxter why is it that jack and daxter doesn't deserve one sorry not sorry dangers uh great question love ruling out jack and daxter uh i would like to see quake get a reboot um and they'd make it into a good game but uh i think the ship has sailed on that one luke any thoughts yeah on a franchise that you'd love to see from the last decade actually honest to god kotor as risky as that business would be i would love to see that one get re rebooted I would love to play more code. Oh, holy fuck. That'd be amazing.
0: Um, For me, I would love to see uh, it's fucking ironic that we've been shitting on EA this entire time, but mm. <laughs> I would love to see um, dice have a crack at uh command and conquer. Um, Renegades like a reboot of that.
1: Yep. Yep. That would be awesome. That'd, That'd be sick. Good one. Uh, Krusty Raven.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: No pay to win shit. Uh, Krusty Raven interjects with, uh, in answer to Firestorm, Nova Logic's Delta Force series. Did you ever play Delta Force back all down? Hmm. That game was fucking awesome. Let me check. Uh, I, I would totally play that. I used to play that multiple. We used to make the like add the land and we'd play that constantly. It was fantastic. People really sure. really hated the idea of not playing Counter Strike or Battlefield for, for a bit. And then they got into it and suddenly it was fucking all they could be about. It's fucking awesome. Um, Dangers writes, hi, Luke and Jacob. How busted do you think vaulting will be when it is pushed to the live servers on PUBG? I'm getting a bad feeling about it. Also, luckily for you, Firestorm, Jack and Daxter had a release eight years ago, so I'll ignore that comment. Au revoir. Uh, I think vaulting won't be that bad. Uh, I don't see how it could be bad. It seems like the state that it was in on the test servers, it seemed like it was like, pretty solid. There were a little bit... There are a few... Actually, if it's going to fuck up anywhere, I noticed some really weird interactions when I was coming down uh, steep hills. So if it's going to be boned, it's going to be in, in, like, not the vaulting, but the new interaction, new way the character models interact with Uh, the terrain is probably... uh, I think you... Were you having problems with it on stairs or some shit?
0: Yeah. It was like the little stairs that sort of lead from the houses. You'd fall at them (laughs) at a different angle and you'd do like the little... Oh, shit, I've fallen too far.
1: Stagger or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, I think that's related to the welding system. I think that's probably going to be the major issue. Uh, But I don't think it's going to be too fucked, to be honest. Uh, Hopefully, people don't find a way around the glass shattering or whatever because I think it's such an interesting mechanic.
2: Yeah, but yeah. yeah,
0: but that that also sounds like when I did speak to uh, Brendan Green, he was talking about, oh, that's like when you jump through glass, it's going to break. Now that's kind of the way of their fixing, um, you know that crap right. dropping.
1: Yeah, awesome,
0: cool. Uh, good question. a Bit pessimistic. Racy writes.
1: With discussion on the last podcast about performance versus 4K, what are your thoughts on an adaptive resolution? Halo 5, as much as the single player wasn't good, has a really good implementation, especially with the Xbox One X patch, maintaining a solid 60 frames per second at all times, whereas Tomb Raider offers a choice of native 4K or 1080p 60 frames per second. Personally, I'd like options for all three, but adaptive with a fixed frames per second target seems like the best idea, especially with multiple specs of a single single general of consoles now. Uh, Most respects of a single generation of consoles it must be. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think did, were we we must've been talking about this offline.
0: I think but we that, talked about it.
1: Oh, I absolutely want to see that. I absolutely want to see adaptive resolution uh, and the like, like wrapped in to how they, they treat the Xbox one X more and more. Uh, I think it's, Definitely the best implementation of the new hardware, um, because I I will always I'm I'm performance over graphics all day, baby, all day. Uh, so yeah, for me, uh, better performance is one thousand percent what I want. You,
0: Luke? Yeah, like we talked about this last week. I think uh, having the integration of like a um, an option of performance. Um, you know, saying, oh, I want 60 frames at 1080 or if you want 30 at 4K, I-, I-, I would like to see something like that in there. But at the same time, I've started reading up about things that talk about um, how, and other games have done this in the past, but I-, I think Assassin's Creed has adaptive resolution of, it changes on the fly depending on what's going on, on the screen. Right, yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't like that because um, it-, it feels like a false... Like a f- sense of false like advertising for me when you're saying hey this game runs at 4K but really it it's only running at 4K I don't know I'll just, just you know put a stupid number out there like 10% of the time or something like that because the rest of it it's running at between 1080 and something else because it can't really handle that but in certain situations maybe it can do 4K um, yeah I think it's that's dodgy I don't like that at all yeah Um, yeah and like we've talked about it uh not even in terms of video games but this whole 4k in movies as well there's they're getting really funny about that like a lot of movies aren't actually in 4k um they upscale it so when you go and buy a a 4k blu-ray some of them aren't you're not getting like reef like this has been reformatted in 4k all they've done is just upscale it and there are websites out there that will that will tell you whether or not it's real 4k or if it's it's fake 4k um and i think that's that's shit that's terrible i don't want to see that become the norm either um that you think you're buying this movie that is 4k but really it's in 4k but they've just upscaled the the blu-ray copy um so, I wouldn't like to see yeah. that trend in games either, saying, hey, no, nah, this is actually, it's in 4K, but it's not. We've just, uh, we're upscaling yeah. everything or we're, we're only rendering it 4K in the menu and it's actually 1080p in the game or whatever. You know, I don't want to see that become a trend.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Hmm. Noise. All right. That's our questions. Good questions. Great questions. Love the questions.
0: Uh, let's wrap up. Let's wrap up. Uh, the GA podcast, you can find that or the gap. We call it sometimes on iTunes, Android, Windows Store. You can rate and review us on those platforms. Helps other people find this show. If you want to email us a question, you can do the GA podcast at gmail.com. Otherwise, you can jump onto our Discord page, which is the GA podcast dot com slash discord. Uh, we have a questions thread in there if you want to ask us anything. Or if you want to play games with people or just chat about anything video games, movies, uh, books, board games. Jump on there, people are talking all the time. Um, you can also follow us on social media, facebook.com slash GA podcast, twitter.com slash GA podcast, or the website the GAPodcast.com has all the links we just talked about just then, uh, including past episodes of the show. And that's all thanks to our Patreon members. So if you want to help us uh, get the show, keep running, keep it running. Like, uh, I don't know, maybe we need a loot box. Patreon, joke. Is that did that we, we do, do
1: it? We did this joke already. Oh, okay. Shit, what right. are you doing? Patreon.com. It was suggested
0: by, by listeners. It was. You giant joke yeah. stealer. What am I doing? Patreon.com slash ga podcast. Thank you to everyone that supports the show on there. And uh, that's it. The The show this week, twitter.com slash Luke Laurie for me. If you want to find me on the internet, I'm not really doing much on there. So there you go. Um, com has all my interviews with Brandon Green slash Unknown. That all went up. It all finished last week. I did like six or seven. can't remember. There's a lot. Check that out. Joe, uh, nice. what about you? What do you got going
1: on? Uh, I did a story talking <laughs> to the... Um, teams that went over to blizzcon for australia so that went pretty well i got my interview with uh world of warcraft guys that uh will be up later tonight because this went longer than i thought so it will be up after five yep. uh and um yeah uh i will have a review of drop mix up on oz gamers sometime next week i think cool yeah that's about it
0: all right should we do some justice league quickly
1: yes yeah um, let's do so,
0: it so spoilers coming ahead for justice league i guess joe yep. liked it i did not like it thanks for everyone yep. listening stick around you. if you want to hear this um bye I and guess-
1: also i didn't say it, but all the patreon people are awesome okay they are
0: they are awesome um yep. film came out i guess y- yesterday in australia i'm not sure when it comes out everywhere else worldwide probably today as well um anyway spoilers and the show if you haven't seen it yeah, yep. Uh So you liked it? That's it. Yeah. Okay. I didn't love it,
1: but yep. yeah, it was. But Weird. it was better than. Okay.
0: You thought it was better than Batman vs Superman? Uh, yeah, mostly. Wow. Okay. I I'm on the opposite scale. I know a lot of people I- didn't like Batman vs Superman. I um, I liked the director's cut. I thought it fixed a lot of the problems. Yeah. Um, I actually just started rewatching it again last night because I was like, "Holy fuck! I need to fix." Ugh. I need to fix that joke. Yep. I did not like it. Um, I I feel like, so obviously there was um, a change of directors towards the end uh, of that film. And they went back and did a lot of reshoots. Um, Joss Whedon took over from Zack Snyder. I think the the style of the original two films is very lacking. Um, It hasn't been carried over. So I thought the style of Man of Steel and the style of, Batman vs Superman is sort of non existent in this one as the movie goes on. Like it's it opens up with the slow mo transition of your typical Zack Snyder credit scene, but that's about as Zack Snyder as the film gets. It's super safe. Yeah. That all disappears. I don't like that at all because I, I feel like Batman versus Superman has a. I really like the style of that film, like the way it looks and the feel of it. Um, you know, this gritty dark uh, story that they're trying to tell. And that sort of is all gone in this one. They, they're they going for the upbeat, you know, sort of, it's supposed to be funny. I, I laughed maybe twice when I watched it. I didn't find the jokes funny at all, um, apart from, I think, two of the things Batman said. Um, didn't really like the jokes that Flash was throwing out. Didn't think he was funny. Um, so, yeah. I don't. Yeah, think but, like, humor's tough, right?
1: Humor's always <laughs> tough, so... If you don't click with the humor, then obviously that shit's not going to land. What- yeah. I don't know what-
0: but I just feel like the style of it, it didn't It didn't feel like it was this, in the same universe as the last. Because um, obviously Wonder Woman went a different direction. Uh, I liked that film quite fine up until the third act. I thought it was a bit dumb uh, with where the villain went in that one. Um, but this one just, it just felt generic. Like there wasn't much going on with it. Uh, I didn't like what they did with Batman. They fucking, they, I don't know what they've done. They've cut his balls off or if Ben Affleck is just like, I'm done or something. But like, he was this grizzly, badass Batman who didn't give a fuck in the last one. And this time he's so fucking, he's just so boring. They don't do anything with him. He's character. Oh, it's so, it's so bad. Um, the, the, if you haven't seen a lot of Bat- I don't know why you're listening to this you haven't seen it. Batman vs Superman obviously Superman dies in the last last film and yep. they cut that film they by- end that film by teasing that oh ba- uh,
2: uh,
0: Superman's not actually dead he's still alive because you see the ground kind of start to shake and levitate which gives the idea that like when he takes off he's he's about to fly the, the dirt and all that sort of stuff sort of rises off the ground and that's how they end that film by showing that and so that gives you an idea of oh shit maybe he's coming back but no that doesn't that's got nothing to do with this at all like they bring him back by putting him back in the um the pit on the ship so i don't that there's no payoff at at that end scene at all in the last film although that was stupid um what i did like though was the uh superman fight when he is revived i think that's the best part of the movie when it's him versus Aquaman, Cyborg, Wonder Woman, and Flash. Was it, were they all there? I can't remember. Anyway, um, and he, he just can't remember who he is. He's got, like, amnesia, and he's fucking going ape shit at these guys. Um, and, like, there's that cool moment where he's holding off all like all of the guys, and Flash is sort of running around, and he kind of thinks that he's got this, but you yep. see... Superman's eyes start to wander and he quickly throws everybody around and kicks I think that fucking scene is awesome it's really good um yeah I think that's that's one of the best parts of the movie the the way like and in comparing that to the end of the film the way it ends is so fucking dumb because you've got all these characters that come together and it doesn't matter you've got Cyborg standing around for most of that fight with his fists inside this box I don't know what he's doing He's hacking the planet or something. And what I what I would like to see them do is be a team, like work together. But instead, it's just like, we don't need a team because we've got Superman. And he comes and just fucks everything up. Like you didn't need any of those other characters in that fight. They could have just sent Superman in to just fuck shit up. And it would have been good because that's what happens in the film. He just shows up and he wrecks the dude. Um, with, with films like, and I think the Marvel stuff do a good job of it. When you see- some of the characters sort of work with each other, um, like with Captain America using his shield and, I don't know, uh, boosting people up or them deflecting fucking powers off each other. Like, you see them sort of working together and using their abilities to accomplish something, but I didn't get a feeling of them doing that here at all. They were just sort of doing their own thing, um, and then it wasn't really working, so then Superman came along and just punched everyone. It would have been cool to see them integrate some of those uh some of their skills together and sort of beat the bad guy um and then in between that yep go on no Um, you go um in between that fight they well throughout the whole fucking film they keep cutting to this family that's in this russian i don't know wherever the fuck they are like they don't really explain it very well uh like nuclear power plant or something um and it just makes it feel like the stakes, there's no one there because they're just showing this one family the other time. I, I kept waiting for them to, for this sort of payoff to happen, but it's just really a joke that kind of slips in at the end, but we're always cutting back to them all the time. Um, so this it just doesn't feel like there's much stakes there. There's just one group of family that we keep seeing. Although that was really dumb. Um, and the score, I did not like the score at all. I, I They fucked up. Like all of the films, all the last three films that they put out, um, Danny Elfman did the score, and he kept. I don't know. I don't know why they're doing. He keeps doing that, but he he kept going back to the nineteen seventies or the nineteen eighties themes of the films, as opposed to what they set up in this extended universe. <clears throat> did you catch that at all? Like the um, no, I didn't. They he he kept. Noticed. So um, did he do the original Batman film? I, I like, don't. I feel know. like he did the score for the original Batman film and he kept putting hints of that uh, 80s Batman theme in there um, as opposed to the shit that was set up in Batman vs Superman or um, there's a very small snippet of the Wonder Woman theme that kind of plays at one stage, but that's that's all he uses in there um, and he kept throwing that fucking uh, 1970s Superman theme in the uh, in the mix and I don't I- felt that it fit. For th- this, like, because they've set up this universe, right? And they're not using the stuff that's come before it. I really like the Superman theme that um, that Hans Zimmer did uh, and, and all the Batman stuff. And they don't really, he doesn't use it at all here. He goes back to the shit that he wrote 40 years ago. I think it's shit. I didn't like that score at all. I thought it was trash. Um, but the other, the other good thing I liked about it is the Amazon fight. Uh, early on, when uh, Stefan Wolf shows up, I thought that was sick. The bit where they're like, the Amazonians are on the back of the horse, and they're trying to get rid of the cube, and she like ties it to the arrow and then shoots it off. Thought that was really yeah, that was pretty awesome. Yeah, so like a lot of the fighting stuff, the fight scenes, I thought was really cool. But I didn't. The rest of it, I'm just like, oh man, this. It. I don't. I don't want to see Zack Snyder do another one of these films in this universe. Um, or Joss Whedon. I I didn't like, I feel like there were bits in here that were very Joss whedon like the jokes. Um, and I didn't like any of that stuff at all. I don't think Joss Whedon is a very good visual director, right? He's good with character yeah. work, but because yep. he, it's pretty hard for him to come in and do a lot of his character work when most of the film's been done, um... Which is why I'm so, like, I was keen to see a Ben Affleck Batman, but whatever. But I think getting Matt Reeves onto a Batman film is an awesome choice. I really like all of his films. So I think that's a good step in the right direction. But, um, visually, I like the way Zack Snyder does a lot of the, the shooting in his films, but the rest of it's not very good. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I didn't like it, man. I really like Batman vs. Superman. Like, when I, I've watched, uh, Forty-five minutes or an hour of it last night in 4K because um, I want to rewatch. It's about a three-hour movie, the director's cut, and it's yep. just so much. Like it's such a better-looking film. There's just more things that are happening that are interesting. It just doesn't feel like uh, Justice League has. It's just the pacing is really weird on it, or something like that. Um, it could be the fact that they've introduced what three characters: Flash, Cyborg. An Aquaman without yeah. like a backstory Marvel had that payoff by having a lot of these solo films but introducing stuff like Black Widow and uh, Arrow Man <laughs> uh, but they were sort of brought in not in the Avengers film they had their they were in uh, Iron Man that sort of stuff as well so maybe it just needed more time to cook uh, with the character stuff but even without that I just didn't a lot of it just didn't feel right to me do you agree with some of that stuff or not? I agree with some of it. Look, like
1: I said, I didn't think it was amazing to be honest. But like, yeah, I like overall. I liked most of it. I thought, yeah, too much CGI. Uh, I I thought all the humor landed. All the humor landed with me. Uh, to be honest, um, I thought Steppenwolf was a terrible fucking villain, and I, I think I forgave it for a lot of its mistakes simply because Steppenwolf was a terrible villain. And so, like, what like were his a lot of my what I was know, he trying he, to do?
0: He was trying to take over the world, but they didn't I didn't get a good explanation of what those fucking boxes were doing.
1: Um, they t- terraforming? I don't know. They like that's some inside comic shit because yeah, like he's 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 a second-rate henchman for Darkseid. So like th- I don't know why he was like yeah, he was a good a good villain for like just like the Justice League minus Superman, but like ultimately, yeah. As soon as Superman came back, he was garbage. He was fucked. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I still, I still liked it. Uh, yeah. I thought it was funny. I thought it was like tonally really good. Um, yeah. Like the art style wasn't as good, but yeah. I don't know. Hmm. I liked it. Um, but I never really like critically analyze movies. Like that's uh, movies are, like my outlet for yeah, yeah, not yeah so I just go in and like if I like it I like it pocket.
0: I guess that's Basically. my problem right is that I, I keep track of all the yep. films I watch and I usually rate them like on a scale and I'm yeah. just like oh man but I just remember that third act coming up and I was just like I'm not liking any of this like when that third act starts and it's, you're on like red you're on the red planet and everything's red and it yep. just looks terrible I'm like oh is this is how they gotta end this um, yeah. And Wonder Woman doesn't do anything in the film at all. She just kind of stands around.
1: She was a bit wasted.
0: And as just as a... oh. says shit about how all the guys are dumb. <laughs> I don't.
1: know. Yep. Maybe. I don't. Know. Um. What about after the credits? Did you stay after the credits?
0: Yeah, I did. I um earned, like a cool little nod to the the Flash for like as soon as they both came on the screen, I turned to. My partner was like, "Oh my god, they're gonna have a race because that's always the thing that comes up, right? Is like who's yep. quicker, is it Flash or is it Superman?" And they they've to- toyed with that idea, in, obviously the comics and um like in TV shows like Smallville and stuff like that where they've sort of had that in there. And nobody, I guess, really has an official answer to that, or it's not never been
2: confirmed. Flash wins. Like
0: I feel like Flash wins, right? Um uh, yeah. But the one after that, yeah, I um yeah I don't know man I, i'm a, I'm curious to see where they go with it i I thought they would because the Ben Affleck script was thrown out I thought they were gonna scrap the death stuff but obviously they're not
1: right yeah I guess I don't if they're know.
0: putting this in there right and it's not the same it, that they're still casting the same guy Joe what was his name man Manganello yeah whatever yeah, yeah. um but yeah, I man, I'm keen to see where that goes. Like is that yep. part of the um is that part of the Batman film or is that part I, of something I don't know. else? I don't know. Yeah, it's weird.
1: Look, we're gonna wrap up there. I honest to God, I am like way behind on making this fucking dinner. So I gotta do it. I gotta do it to Yeah. Alright.
0: Um that's the show. Good, Thanks for for Good
1: stuff. Thanks for listening.
0: Three and a half hours. We'll
1: yeah. Talk to you next week. See ya. Oh, 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 oh,